Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Two days later, the party here have been traveling between Cole and Som's Point. Um, it has been a an uncomfortable journey in terms of weather. And weather, you like rain and gloom. Um, the entire time it has been muggy. There have been showers constantly. But today, um, and through the course of your uh, final day of travel, it has been um, relatively dry, or at least the sky has been dry. You have seen three hours of sunlight on each of the days. The first of those three hours of sunlight began just after we saw you all last. Um, and the second set of three hours of sunlight would have been earlier on this afternoon as you uh, traveled on the final leg here. We're going to do a couple of little travel checks um, just to see how it went for you all. Um, and uh, I assume Will has been experimenting with his abilities to use healing magic and sanity restoration magic. And you distributed those points as necessary as far as I understand. I have hogged them all to myself. You use them on yourself. <laughs> Every day I'm just refilling my own sanity and no one else... No. Oh, please, um, head. My head yeah, is no. killing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, starting with whoever was missing the most, uh, just distribute all the points as needed. Okay. Um... Merlin, do you want to do two foraging checks? Because I'm going to go ahead and assume you were foraging for, for components for potions. Oh, of course. Absolutely. That and some snacks here and there. Okay, let's... What are we rolling? That would be a survival check twice. You can also just roll with advantage and we'll use them both. A 12. And a 7. So Wait, on... was that with advantage? Nope. Just... Oh. Uh, normal for it. You, it's just that if you'd rolled with advantage, you would have put two on the screen and we could use them both. I'm just being the worst. Um, so during some of this time, you do collect the appropriate amount of um, herbs and mushrooms um, and uh, boil some water to be able to create one of the potions. However, um, you still have to make the potion. So... You can roll with your herbalism kit to attempt to create a potion. Um, you can. You have to beat a twelve. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You can add one potion of healing to your uh, nice. to your kit. Whoever whoever takes that, whoever whether I don't know. But Merlin, oh, you mine. successfully during the travel make one more um, standard potion of healing. Um, nice. And then um, the uh, the rest of the travel is pretty um, uh, pretty simplistic. I think you you were planning on staying off of the road. You were planning on um, um, maneuvering through the uh, the north here towards the kind of um, village of Som's Point without bringing any attention to yourself should you see anyone on the road. So, um, if everyone else gives me a survival check and a perception check, we will, uh, we can 
speed through the check portion. And I'm just going to roll in the kind of general checks of, of keeping on track. Let's see here. Fire uh, a 10 and a 4. And a 16 and a 15. And fix a mm. 4 and a 16. So on the survivals there, um, you guys keep perfectly on track by following the road but staying off of it. Um, and then with your perceptions here, uh, you have... Um, two fours and Will, you have a 16. Uh, Will, roll me, I guess, roll me an insight check. Night. There isn't many people on this road at all, which is not really surprising this far north. Um, from what you guys understand, the road is used mostly for traders between Soms Point and Cull. Um, the quickest route between uh, Cole and Gofreda isn't actually by going the dangerous route of the roads um, down to the larger city of Gofreda. It's actually to take a, a ship or a boat over to Gofreda. It's a straight shot across the water um, to the larger city. So there's a lot of trade that happens between these three places. Um, Cole has a lot of things that are farmed, um, which they sell to people in Soms Point, who then sell them on or trade them with Gofreda and that kind of ends up being a um, uh, continued trade route. So the likelihood of seeing anything other than a few wagons and a few carts over the um, two days of travel here is higher than seeing anything else, but still relatively though low. That being said, Will, you've seen no one um, during the entire thing. None of you saw anybody else um, on this travel. Uh, and then you were planning on seeing if you could locate um the area around the mountains where uh the um secondary bandit uh outpost is you knew that there was a um temporary bandit hideout on the map that you discovered at the beginning uh there were two x's one just outside of soms point both of them in the mountains both of them suggest either an ambush point or now that you know it more likely a hideout or temporary hideout um, for the bandits. Um, how would you go about it? Now that you're, let's say this is just generally during this day's travel as well, how would you go about looking for this thing and how much time and effort would you spend looking for it? You kind of got lucky previously because there was a lot of uh, uh, tracks and there was eventually somebody to kind of follow. Um, but how would you guys go about looking for the potential second area again it's a very vague um x on a very vague map this is a um pretty much every time i put a map on the screen or a battle map um it's still just kind of a generalization um and you have an even more rudimentary map you kind of just have two words like cull sums point two x's and a rough road drawn you know it's probably in this area somewhere, but it's a decent amount to have to cover and track and look for. What would be the plan? How would you approach it as a group? And then we'll roll to determine how that goes. So, <clears throat> I think uh, Will would definitely point out to the rest of the group that we haven't seen a single person, and that's not a good sign. That might mean that the bandits that we're looking for are already intercepting people on the road. So that would kind of 
lends some credence to the theory that there's a second camp right up here outside Sum's Point. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, well, before we left Cull, I asked Merlin to try and keep an eye out for anything odd that was maybe spying on us or like some sort of magic eavesdropping. What I was trying to say without saying it in so many words was like, if you have detect magic, you know, as a spell, maybe cast it and see if there's like, you know, because Arias has been watching us. Um, Brad, would we have had any success? Would he have or anybody just spotting, watching behind us that we're being spied on? Um, mm, Let's see what your perceptions were. So your perception was the highest of everyone. You don't seem to suspect anyone anyone to be following you with your own training and understanding um merlin would you do anything in terms of casting spells per day or would it just be simply you trying to use your your understanding of magic to um figure it out without casting any actual spells because you have spells um, that would allow you to maybe do things yeah i i definitely have detect magic well merlin would so um i don't know i think he would just uh, mm, I think he'd he'd use it just when necessary. Well, uh, use what? Sorry. Detect magic. Detect magic. Let's see here. So we can say he did you make get... a perception check, right? An investigation so check. So yeah. If you cast uh, detect magic yesterday, you would you would have had it back. So during your first casting of detect magic, um, nothing. Um, no, no magic, uh, at all. Nothing comes back to you aside from anything that is on you guys or related to you for, um, you wouldn't get any, uh, any ping or any understanding or smell or however this registers for Merlin, um, at all. The second day, uh, if you use it today, bear in mind it will be used. This will be after your long rest, so it will be one of your spell slots taken for the day today. You'd have to mark off one of those. That's up to if you. If I may. Yep. If if I may, it's a ritual spell, so Merlin oh, can yes. totally cast it without true, spending actually. a spell slot. Oh. That is true. Yeah, I'll shut up. Um, if you spend ten minutes to cast any spell that has the ritual tag, um, then uh, you cast it without expending a spell slot. Um, and okay, that goes really for nice. everyone. So keep an eye out for any spells that have ritual tags. Um, it's hard to like uh, cast them in the middle of battle when you only have six seconds to react. But um, outside of it, you can do that. So actually, yeah, if you spend 10 minutes today using uh, this spell, casting this spell. Um, again, no sense that anybody is following you. No sense of any magical things going on. It doesn't have an enormous range. So if we say you cast it and then you use the time while the spell is active to do a quick scout of the area um still nothing that that comes back to you you don't get the sense will that you're being followed um with your um military training and merlin you don't get the sense that you're being followed by anything magical uh at all you also um will be under the effects of the potion because you've had a drop of the potion um, as well. Just as a reminder, you did take a drop of the potion, which allows you to remain magically uh, untrackable by anybody who might try and track you by usual means, um, unless it's the actual person who made the potion. The alchemist is able to 
bypass that rule, but... We didn't think about I, that, did we? <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm just giving you the information that you learned from Merit in Cull. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you, you really <laughs> you really get the sense that um, you truly are maneuvering um, as expected and as hoped. Um, and although you might, um, as you've been traveling, hear things, there might be like a pack of wolves that you avoid, or there might be a strange sound that you all just kind of... Um, uh, again, avoid. Generally speaking, in terms of uh, people who might be looking for you, um, Arias or uh, or his minions or any sort of magical creatures, something like a Grell tracking you, trying to find you, no sense of that whatsoever. With relative surety, I'll give you that as well. So now, now you've got me second guessing. Brad, where we picked up that potion. Did it come out of Arias's bag? It did come yes, out of Arias's bag. It is Arias's bag. Um Fix, you can well, roll me you can roll me an Arcana or a history check with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, technically it wasn't his satchel, I think, because I think it's the satchel he found in the The Tower. Yeah. Disadvantage is a six. A six. You have no idea what Arias's skill level with alchemy is. Okay. <sighs> well, that sucks. So, um, yeah, in, in order to answer your question, uh, you don't feel like you're being tracked, truly. Um, and, uh, yeah, so what was the next um, part of the plan and on how you were going to approach at least trying to find this bandit hideout? Um, I would be looking for any... Uh... I suppose like drag marks and stuff off the path, anything that looks like unusual in the grasses or anything that looks recently disturbed. Okay. Um, what about the others? Um, I would probably play to Will's strengths, uh, which in this case would be looking for signs of a scuffle or a battlefield. So checking for signs where bodies were dragged away off the street, looking for Broken fragments of wagon wheels, splinters off of shields, that sort of stuff. Okay. Although, truthfully, that would only be there if people fought back. So I guess I'd also be looking for dropped possessions or signs that somebody was grabbed or mugged. Okay. Um, Fire and Merlin, would you be doing anything to add? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to be using my strikes, too. I'm going to be talking to the small animals all about maybe they got the, uh, the latest scoop and the hot gossip. Okay. And fire? Uh, fire would be using her rogue, roguey roguiness to see if there was any evidence of people hiding, any noises, like maybe there's someone around. That sounds like a perception check from you, <clears throat> a survival mm -hmm. check from Fix, a an investigation check from Will, and a animal handling check uh from merlin i'd also be sending vita out as well to like scout and a perception check from vita which is wisdom you want me to add perception uh because we're probably going to be using it a bunch okay i mean we'll do it you. um let's see merlin on a nine the uh the animals here are not like the animals from your forest where you've spent a lot of time. Um, why? You don't know. But they seem to be bitter and annoyed. And whenever you 
have tried to speak with them, and this has happened before, they just kind of feel like... You get the sense that you're just disturbing them. And they're getting annoyed with people talking to them, and they're not used to it. Um, while these animals don't... They're not, like, attacking you or anything. They're kind of just unhelpful. You know, you might interact with a squirrel um, that's looking for food, a uh, particularly thin-looking thing compared to some of the maybe more plump-looking squirrels of the thick forestry down by the iris tree. These squirrels, um, you, you're like, hey, have you seen anyone? And they're immediately turning around and being like, hey, shut the fuck up. And then they run away. I'm walking here. <laughs> and they're off. Um, and you're New just, you're just taken aback. She ended up in Brooklyn of all places. <laughs> the animals here are the Brooklyn of animals. And uh, oh you're like having to, the, the, the strange ways in which to, in which you might find you would want to deal with the animals in the north here is a little different uh, and your approach to them has to maybe um, change in the future and you're struggling to kind of maintain that usual um, back and forth that you might have with the animals uh, down by the iris tree um, and th generally speaking they've been unhelpful and have not provided you with any information um, let's see Will on a 10 the investigation check you can say with relative surety that the area around the road, at least, that you've been following, because again, this is a wide open space, and if you guys are going to spend three days here combing over it between four of you, um, it's going to take you ages, um, and uh, you'll have to tell me how long you intend to look for this thing, whether you really want to put hours and hours and hours into it, or whether it's a thing you'd like to do as you're traveling. But we'll say for now, as you're traveling, you are... Um, Pretty sure, well, there hasn't been um, any sort of combat here. Um, the closer you get to Som's point, the more used the road is. It's just very difficult to tell um, how recently, with all of the rain and things, the, the mud and the, the dirt road is generally churned up. Grass, the area is kind of messed up around it. There isn't a lot of evidence of any sort of scuffle, any sort of skirmish. Um, there is, you don't find any things that have been dropped um, or anything like that. It doesn't seem to you that um, the area in your approach, now that you rel you're relatively sure you're coming close to Som's point, um, shows any signs of, uh, of specifically what you were looking for. Um, and Fix, you were looking to track more naturally, look for things like... Um, flattened grass and areas where people might have been camped out or sat recently, things like that. Um, how, 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 how close are you going to get to some point if, when you begin doing this? You guys start doing this a few miles out. Or do you start doing it once you're relatively <clears throat> sure Som's point is just down the street from where you are? I mean, for me... A couple miles uh, out, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. I, I would say, looking at the world map as mm -hmm. a reference point, probably right at this, this where the hex line divides here. Like, mm. pretty much halfway between the bridge and Som's point. Like, when we reach about here. Right. So you're about... where I would probably... Here, yeah, and right you begin the process of slowing down, taking your time... Um, now to not only remain discreet in your travel, um, but also investigate the land around you. This is going to slow your progress down a lot. Um, but as you begin to look, um, so around here, Fix, you, um, 
you find again with surety that nobody seems to have been here recently. Um, you're pretty sure that the land around this area hasn't been disturbed. It would be pretty obvious if there had been a camp or if there had been wagons or lots of footmen moving up and down outside of the road um, on the kind of marshy, wet, um, muddy land uh, that's just north of the road that leads up towards the mountainside. Um, if the camp is within this circle between these two hexes, um, they've either done something crazy good to hide themselves, um, or it's not there. And pretty much the same goes for you, Fire, on a, on a 14, um, there's nobody hiding behind you, there's nobody hiding in a tree, there isn't, like, a, a distant, um, uh, watchtower with somebody, um, tracking you. Um, you get the sense, I think, between you that the hideout, if here, is either further back, um, but it would still be, it would be pretty far away from Som's point if they had did that, or, uh, or it's closer to Som's point, maybe up in the mountains above where Som's point is, or, um, you know, like, less than a mile away from Som's point off the road. When you say further back, you mean back towards the bridge to the west? Back towards Cole, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Doesn't seem to be guys. here. Um, again, though, it takes you a long time to comb the area and also remain safe just in case something does happen. Um, but after doing this, spending a few hours here, um, moving forward but less speedily, uh, you, you're, you're pretty sure that there is no hideout here unless you then venture further into the north and basically move almost a hex up and, and start looking around in the mountainside. Um, you'd be looking for one in a million. This is a bit of a needle in a haystack. Just looking for the entrance if you, wouldn't, if you didn't have any hard evidence to track and follow. So, what do the rest of you think? We could backtrack and go look uh, to see if we missed it back here somewhere, but... Is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, think about last time we went to investigate it, we found Carmen's body, we got Vita, we got a whole bunch of backstory clues, so... Yeah, you know, when you say it like that, I don't think I want to find it. Yeah, no, it was kind of bad. I think uh, a little bit traumatic in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And, uh scary dangerous not knowing about it doesn't just make it go away right. wait i was just speaking as me the player did this turn oh. in character all yeah of a this is in character this is in character now <laughs> oh, oh in that case will would have been a little more he wouldn't have phrased it it's a nice way. it's a nice meta blend to make up for the yeah. general conversation throughout the day yeah, yeah. This has always been my no. rule about meta as well. Like, I don't mind a tiny bit of meta to make up for the fact that you guys are not actually actively living in this world and you oh. miss. I am oh, actively fine. living in this I'm, world, Brad. Oh, I know you I'm are, totally fine everyone. with role-playing out a conversation. We just haven't done that at all up till now. So it's yeah. like in this episode. So I thought we so were just at, chatting about what we're going to do. At some point, you do have this discussion whether you should go back, whether you should continue even looking for this hideout or... or push on to some point and the 
general consensus is. Put Sean to Sam's point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I ain't getting any information from my furry friends here. I had a snail scream at, at me saying, uh, I'm walking here. Mm. What kind of accent yeah. is that anyway? I mean, I, I feel like, I, I don't know, I, I'm torn because I feel like the last time we took the detour into the mountains, we found a lot, like lots of info, picked mm -hmm. up, you know, fixes pet, found, found mm -hmm. a lot of critical details, but... And also got trapped on a detour that ended us right back where we started. Yeah, there was downsides to it too. Uh, I'll, 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 my, my vote goes to moving forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Let's push forward. So with the plan to move forward, um, are you bowling up on the road, just kind of walking along, continuing with your discreet approach to Som's point or continuing with your discreet approach plus investigating the area? Now, you've probably got about a mile left to Som's point. Um, we will say that it's about 9.30, 10 uh, p.m. Uh, I would say my plan of action would be to hug the north side of the road close to the mountains. So if there is a path leading up into the mountains that would have been obvious or whatever, we can at least look for footprints and such on our way into the city like leading mostly close up to it okay so remain discreet use the same tactics you've been using up to this point stick to the northern side in case something comes up and you're able to spot it yeah well i mean if they've gone up into the mountains north of us i figure staying near the base of the mountain would give us the best chance of spotting footprints or whatever mm -hmm. um yes the um night around you is uh is a particularly dark evening um with the um moonlight and stars providing almost nothing uh to help you with light you push on so one last set of rolls um first i think everyone roll me a stealth check rolls tonight Whew. the first time i rolled well on stealth ever but i'm in heavy armor so yep. <laughs> i have to well. take the disadvantage i got a five Jesus. uh nine uh ten sixteen and a five from will um and then um initiative, <laughs> yeah, <roll> initiative. <laughs> um are you doing the same kinds of things where you're using the same approach will you're looking for signs of distress uh, no, that was more for searching the road. At this okay. point, I'm not so much looking for signs of a scuffle so much as I'm looking for signs of people scurrying up into the mountains. Okay. Um, so that would be a survival check. Uh, I presume another survival check from Fix doing the same thing as before. Yeah. Um, Merlin, are you reattempting to look for animals or are you going to use some other... I'm going to try and find maybe some ingredients for potion making. Okay, you can forage, and then... And Vita will be up. Kind of high up, actually, trying to get a vantage point. Yep, give me a perception check from Vita, and then, I guess, a perception from Fire. Presumably. Oof, Fire. Let's <laughs> see what we have on the final approach to Som's point. 
as you um, get close enough now that you, uh, you're probably very aware that the ocean is opening up. There's a lot of ocean noise as you move along this um, very dark path towards the north. Staying close to the mountains, it's still just become a very... Um, the scent of the ocean, the salt, the chill of the uh, the cold air and the breeze. Um, as you get closer to Som's point, as that ocean opens up around you. I don't know how many of you have really spent a lot of time around the ocean, but I think all of you have had experience with it. So it, would, uh, it wouldn't be completely alien to you as you approach this kind of docking village. The um, crew here will fix and uh merlin you find the ingredients for another potion of healing but you don't have the ability to use your herbalism kit until a rest okay so you have the ingredients and you can roll to do the check to see if you can make the potion when you get the chance on a rest um fire you are pretty you're just walking along in the dark might as well have your eyes closed <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and uh you sense no danger no nothing no one's creeping I'm around just, no one's there is he, i'm worried thinking that he's gonna show up and take over my body again and so i'm just really hyper aware of that not really able to pay attention yes um will and fix however you notice very quickly maybe um, as you get onto the cusp of this mile or so out from the um, town, you realize that the ground here has been churned up. Um, what you're looking for is extremely obvious. Um, there have been many wagons, carts, footfalls, and uh, a lot of motion here very recently. Coming down from the north um, and moving onto the road. With uh, those rolls, you can tell that they were coming from the north and moving to the road and heading to Som's point. It seems like the entire crew um, have moved. They've gone from the mountain and gone to Som's point. There is also more footprints, and there's also disturbed ground everywhere. You two can give me investigation checks. Eight and a twelve. Fix, you um, find a lot of this disturbed ground. You find some bits and pieces, old bits of brass and strange like chain links, things like that, broken bits of, uh, of um, old armor, leather straps and stuff. There's just a bunch of litter and things as you guys follow this trail for a while. Will, as you're moving along, you get the dawning realization that this is... The same kind of disruption to the ground that you experienced when you first met Arias way back at the beginning of our campaign um, as he was summoning things up from the ground. Skeletons and zombies and things like that. The ground here has been disturbed. As you move off of the road, move closer, maybe moving north towards where the hideout might have been, you can see that there's, there's been just tons of disturbed earth like people were like they were storing people here finding dead bodies burying them only to be resurrected later on uh, a small militia of skeletons zombies and then bolstered by the bandits um seem to have rallied here 
maybe today, maybe last night, very recently, and then moved south to the road and headed towards Som's point. Um, you and Fix can give me perception checks. I don't like. want to. I wish not to perceive. <laughs> I close my eyes and put my head into the dirt. With a <laughs> I believe you have placed your head underground into one and buried yourself with a five perception fix. You putting all this stuff together and looking around, maybe um, the other three are moving around, looking at this um, disturbed earth, the cart wheels in the mud, the, um, the horrible kind of low graves that are now empty. Um, and Fix walks off, maybe moving a little more towards the east. Fix, in the very distance, you can tell that there is, um, light. Uh, the type of light that you might see from a very far distance, um, if, uh, there were a lot of fires. You get the sense that what you're looking at, these sparks of light about a mile away, are distant fires at some point. Okay. Like oh, no. unexpected fires. <laughs> like, um, like the, the city's like on fire camp, kind of they're thing. Campfires. They're yeah, everyone's having camping. a campfire. Yeah, Is it? Point. <laughs> it's the it's Usu a holiday. Usually, you wouldn't be able to necessarily see a town at this range, even if all of right. the windows were lit, um, suggesting that these are larger flames it could be bonfires but it's extremely unlikely to have so many bonfires in the middle of town um are there fireworks there is yeah. no such thing so what do you guys do now my first uh instinct would be to ask if there's a special event going on like is there is there an event mm. happening that i've lost track of do they celebrate so. out here i think it's uh called Taking over the city, perhaps? Pillaging? Hmm. I think I just don't want that to be true. I could be wrong. Why would... Why late. would they destroy Som's point? What do they benefit from? Is this just, is this your bandits? Is this what they do? Is this, are they just going to destroy everything? This is what happened to Grant's refuge. Arrive with overwhelming force. Burnt. No survivors. What were they doing in Grant's refuge? You heard them yourself. They were looking for tiefling children. Why burn it? Remember this the dwarves in the cave? He said that one of them said that they did this to cover their tracks. Surely kind of this seems is like just... it makes it more obvious to me, but yeah, that. More obvious to you and I, perhaps, but with no survivors and no witnesses, who's going to report it? Who's going to rally someone to stop them? If it weren't for my survival, what happened to Grant's refuge would still be a mystery to everyone. What do you want to do? I want to kill every last one of them. 
Um, yeah, well, now they've got an old army of undead with them as well. We've got no chance. I see that. I didn't believe him when he said there was a child here. I, I still don't. I still don't think there was anything here to start with. I think he wanted us here when it... When this happened. That's what I think. If we hadn't spent all that time looking for their camp, maybe mm -hmm. we'd have got here sooner. But then if we'd got here sooner, we'd have just been confronted by an army of undead, so... We'd be dead. I think that's what he wanted. Again, I don't think I could there was be wrong. any stopping us. That's why I wanted to get here before they did, to warn the city, rally their people, man the walls. This place was well defended. So was Grant's Refuge. Grant's Refuge had rocks, high stone walls on every side. Not not walls built, but natural cover. Just It was a stone encampment covered on every side by cliff faces and with a sturdy front gate. They could have held if they'd had warning. But they... These people show up without warning, catch people unawares. They've Even been a well here defended. for a while. Surely someone would have well, seen something by now, noticed something. Maybe. Arias wasn't exactly being sneaky. Arias is a is a different story, though. We we know that he can. We know that he can cover large distances very shortly with some sort of weird magic that he's doing, right? But the rest of these people, they have to walk like you and I. I wonder how long they were camped in the mountains here before they came down. These yes, tracks have least... to be somewhat recent because otherwise the rain would have washed them away. Do we go there now and try to... We have to. What if there are people alive? Right. We have to. There may be there... survivors. If there are people dead, they're just going to be joining his ranks anyway. Hmm. We have to investigate, but we also have to be smart about it, because we can't help anyone if we're dead. Circle around to the south end, perhaps. Come in through the piers on the back side of the city if we hug the water. We should just turn and leave. I can't do that. Or there are we better off... Be survivors in there. Are we better off telling... Warning other places. There's nowhere else around here. We're at the edge of the world. There is something we can do. If we get a boat, sail south to Gerfrida. Spread word there. Might be able to potentially rally people to our cause, but at the same time. There's a lot of water between us and there. It would take time. And these people may move. You know, this this group may... They may go north into the mist. They may head west back to Cole. They may themselves be using the... We have to go to the docks. The docks? What if they came here to take the ships? They could be moving south to hit a bigger city. Hmm. Shit. I doubt they'd go into the mists. Arias said he couldn't go far into the mists. Unless he's found this child he's been it, looking for and found a way to go no. further in. The route, the, the, the naval route from Solms Point to Gerfrida is not blocked by mist. It's frequently no, used. No, I, I... I mean, they won't be going north, surely. So perhaps oh, you're right. yes. 
Sorry, I'm, I misunderstood. I thought you meant taking a ship into the mist. No. So let's go. We'll see if we can find any survivors. But we, we shouldn't have... stay long. Okay, we have to be smart about this. We have those potions of invisibility still. Yes? Yes. Three of them? Yeah. Okay. If anything, three. if anything goes wrong, if we get surrounded in an unwinnable fight, take the potions and regroup at this spot. We only have three. So which one of us is going to be left behind? I can sneak. Merlin, do you have any kind of spell that can hide us? Can you make people invisible yourself? I mean, I can, yes. I can cast invisibility on myself. Oh, well. Well, there you go. So the three of us take a potion, and then Merlin can use his magic, and if something goes horribly wrong, we turn invisible and leave. Mm. I need to know if there was an orphanage here. Uh... That I couldn't tell you. It's never I'm not come up in my conversation. you to tell me. I'm just saying when we get there, if there are survivors, I need to know. I'll be sure to ask. And whatever we do, I don't think we should engage. We should try our best not to bring any attention to ourselves. Agreed. Unless we can find one of them by themselves. Yeah. Then feel free. Let's go then. Follow the water. Circle around the outside. Find the docks. Start there. Okay. So, the first plan, I assume, is to do your best to remain unseen in the approach. So everyone give me stealth checks. I am contemplating taking my armor off, which, if we get into a fight, will be horrific because... Uh, I will get decimated in combat without armor. But it would definitely increase the odds of being able to sneak in there. Would I also have to make a stealth check for my invisibility cast? Not if you're Is casting it, it this yeah, early, okay. but it only lasts a certain amount of time. Um, okay. So both the invisibility potions and the invisibility spell, I think I want to say, are an hour. Um, okay. You become invisible for one hour. Everything you're carrying becomes invisible as well. But if you attack or cast a spell, it will drop immediately. Uh, the spell invisibility, I think, is basically the same. Let me double check. That's true. It does last a whole hour. Maybe we should just drink them now going in. It's concentration no. for an hour, so you can't be hit by damage. Or if you do, you'll have to make a con check in order to hold the spell up. But it's the same thing. One hour. How are we supposed to help people if we're invisible? They'll just be terrified. Yeah, I don't imagine being invisible and running up to a child. Come with me. There's Grab no penalty for taking the potion in front of someone, right? They're not going to like be able to track as if they see us taking it or anything. Yeah, but at that point, our cover's already blown. You think we're gonna walk up to Arias's men, chug an invisibility potion, and oh, never mind, they're gone. And like, if, at least if we took it now, we wouldn't have to blow our cover immediately. I thought this was a last resort. Right. It was. And I'm saying we maybe we should reconsider the last resort. It could be a good entrance instead. I just worry that we'll need to help somebody or... What if there are survivors in danger and we can't help them because we don't want to break our cover? Like, I... Fix. There is no solution here that is going to address every problem. So, 
find the lesser of two evils. It's, uh, we're not going to come up with a plan that covers every possible angle. It's not doable. Whatever we do, we have to do it now. All right, S save them as an emergency escape. Fine, let's just go in there. Just, I cannot move quietly dressed like this, and I'm kind of worried taking my armor off could end very, very badly if I actually have to fight someone. Yeah, I wouldn't take it off. I'm... I will... I will stand further back. I'll, uh, I'll lag behind so that my noise ahead. doesn't... Right. I don't want my noise to give you away. Perhaps fire take point, Vex mm -hmm. and Merlin in the middle, and I will follow up as a rear guard, make sure no one comes in behind us. I can send Vita out front as well. Excellent. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right, there um, is my disadvantaged stealth roll, Brad. <laughs> Another five. <laughs> and uh, one from Merlin as well, please. We have a 19 from Fire, a 13 from Fix, and two fives. One from Will, one from Merlin. Um, the sneaking... Does Vita need to sneak? Um, not if uh, Vita is in sort of ash form. Yeah, I can still see through them when they're in ash form, can't I? Yes. Okay, cool. No problem. Um, so you... D Vita is just going to be hidden amongst the darkness, I think. You yeah. don't really need to roll stealth. Um... Cool. So, you guys begin your approach, and um, the way Sum's point is laid out is awkward. It sits at the very edge of the peninsula. There is a southern gate. The road actually sticks to the edge of the water. So, if you're following via the southernmost edge, you're inevitably going to be following the road that leads up to the main gate of the city. As you get closer and closer and closer, this becomes very apparent. Um, also, it becomes even more apparent that the city is under siege. You get closer, you can make out this gate. You can see from a particular vantage point, I think, fire and fix. Um, and Merlin heading up uh, a little quicker or moving a little further ahead. That there is... Um, that the siege is still active. That things are still happening. There is even a scuffle at the, the very gate. Where this becomes an awkward landscape for you is the fact that there is a wall that runs around a very uh, simple but stone outer wall that moves around Som's point um, it connects into the mountain range to the top meaning that there really is only one usual way in this southern gate the docks are on the furthest eastern side um, but it's very hard to make out from here with this wall and the mountain range um, there's not much of a vantage point um as you do get closer to this uh city and the gate i think fire you first um or maybe you alone depending on how you take this information and head back we'll see that the um there are guards at the uh at the gate here they're being attacked and accosted by undead these skeletons and zombies there's quite a few of them roaming around the edges it wouldn't be hard to avoid the random stragglers that are on the road for you guys um but the, uh, there's, there's an active fight happening at the gate. There are guards fighting with these undead. Um, you can also see that the gate appears to be damaged. The portcullis um, is at a strange angle, as if some damage has been dealt to the chain that was holding one side of it, and clearly they were unable to close this thing correctly. Um, most of the wall remains somewhat intact. However... Um, there's clearly the majority of the force inside of the town already, somehow. Where, like, it's 
it looks to you, I think, as if this attack began from inside the gate and then maybe more of the undead came in um, afterwards. The walls don't appear to be damaged, but they are pretty hard to scale. Um, while you can see this small group of fighters remaining to do battle with the undead, um, the chaos inside seems to be far greater. There are buildings of flame. You can hear people screaming. There's still the sounds of combat and a cacophony that floats over the air, getting louder and louder for each of you as you approach. I think probably fire at this point you find yourself faced with two real options. Assault the gate, support the guards, um, which will allow you to simply walk on into the city or sneak around and attempt to find an alternate route in. That's your information to bring back to the others and you can kind of mm -hmm. download that on them if you want. Um, but you guys mm -hmm. haven't been spotted despite your terrible rolls. <laughs> um, you do find yourselves um, outside of these these walls there is an active fight happening right now with these guards being overwhelmed by skeletons and things um what do you guys want to do uh does you come back? fire accurately relay all this to i'm us? gonna say oh, yeah. we'll say yeah that, that you have this information as well but i'll say that fire went because she was scouting ahead brings it mm -hmm. back to you no, I'm asking Bree, because if she comes back and she's like, yeah, the situation at the gate is completely hopeless, it's lost, and we have to go around, you know? She could, she could I mean, color the info, so I'm just true. wondering yeah, how I'll, accurately I'll, does I'll, she relay this? Then yes, how accurately I, do you relay that? I say it pretty accurately, but I do... I put more emphasis on the sneaking option, I, because I, I make it that seem more preferable. Okay. A glance at Will. If the city's not falling yet, I can't... We can't just sit here and watch this. And Will is not going to wait for the conversation and start moving towards the gate. Okay. Okay. I hate that I agree. Let's follow Will. <laughs> Heading in mm. immediately to uh, to support the guards at the gate. Yeah. Before and before take, like fully engaging, can I get a head count? Like battlefield survey of like men versus monsters? Like how many are there? Of course you can. And that is what the battle map is for. Let me bring okay. it over to the battle map. Um, I hate this. <laughs> uh, the stragglers, the remaining stragglers here, there is a bunch of um, uh, undead at this gate. We'll say that you guys are kind of placed you here, but you were probably uh, more likely like over on this end here. Um, while you are surveying the land, roll me some initiatives, please. I will roll for the zombies, the skeletons, and the guards as well. Um, nobody is aware that you are here right now. Most of the skeletons and zombies that are moving across this simple bridge towards the main southern gate of Som's Point are shambling forwards um and the guards look like they've been at this for a little while and that they are slowly being overwhelmed you also see bodies around you the bodies of guards skeletons zombies and members of the leon viperum but not many two or three max compared to the several and majority zombie slash skeleton undead bodies the guards are winning here but not for long um and uh let me just uh oh not that one 
move my map up a little bit for stream so that you'll get a better idea of what's going on and then we'll roll my dice for everyone involved oh god what shakes out a bag of d20s <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but it's just easier for me to make everyone go on the same roll which is what i do now um and are we I all on this how much i hate that too Getting wailed on by eight people in one turn. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be here all bloody night otherwise tonight. Uh-huh, you're right. Don't care. Uh, so. Uh, ahead of you is a bridge full of zombies and skeletons. Um, the guards are intermingled in them with their um, varying weapons. Again, nobody really sees you yet. Um, and I think, Will, you start moving forward with the rest of the group following afterwards um in terms of turn order the first to go and this is going to be me all evening as i grab all of the different things i need is the uh zombies should yeah. i move my token to an accurate reflection of where combat would have started yes you can move within five ten feet of where you were make sense as um seeing will move would i be able to do something before we begin no okay <laughs> i mean you can speak you're saying <laughs> no, you're, i was gonna do an illusion spell, um, but no you need to wait i'm afraid you're saying stay okay. within five to ten spaces of my current position or like five to ten ahead of the group um wherever you are place yourselves within five to ten feet of each other okay i would i would probably be like <laughs> I would have moved up here, realistically, to try and get a head count. Um, right here, I guess, is close enough. There we go. Zombies! Ah, oh, this one. First of all, this one's going to see if it knows you are there. Who was rolling what stealth check? Who rolled a five? Ah, yes. So now, this oh. first zombie sniffs you out, Will, or hears you or something, um, and runs all the way up to here, but that's the end of the... Oh, that's a skeleton. This zombie runs all the way over to where you are, uh, but that's the end of its turn. This one is going to rush over here and attempt to attack this guard. Uh, they slam into people, do zombies. On a 20, that's going to hit the guard. This guard is uh, accosted by the zombie, dealing six bludgeoning damage to him. You see him surrounded. He's got two. There are two guards there. One of them uh, dealing with one of the uh, zombies, keeping the, ba the zombie at bay, uh, the skeleton at bay with a, a spear. The other one bringing his spear up to help is suddenly hit from one side and pushed uh, by a zombie. He stumbles backwards, this zombie slamming into him, causing him to fall. He finds his footing and brings his spear up in front of him. A look of abject fear in his eyes. I don't think these guards are like two they haven't, they haven't had to deal with too many zombies you get the sense um the next zombie is going to try and bite our other guard over here with another attack rushing forward six this guard um with a, a short parry kind of using the back end of his um spear to avoid being bitten by this zombie the next zombie will be rushing forward to the guards closer to the gate 
and on a 10 also misses his attack this brings us to fire the carnage on the bridge chaos of what do you do uh if i pop up can i take a shot over the bridge or is this wall higher um no you can pop up it would be like five feet nominal okay i would like to pop up and try to get a shot on this boy the skeleton closest to us yep go for it Mm, bloop 15 15 is a hit he doesn't know you're there so you get sneak damage yay yay um how do you kill him oh right through the eyeball head explodes head explodes the bones Mm -hmm. um uh as the head is this arrow launching forward hits this zombie the head launches off the other side of the bridge falling down into the moat (laughs) below and the bones kind of crumble as it falls backwards um nice and, uh, and what, sorry, was get, it this I one? Or you were aiming for this one? Which one? Sorry. <clears throat> uh, the closer one. This, this one. one. Right. And uh, yes, you still have movement. I will move. Um, uh, 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 I'm going to move right there. And then I'm going to bonus action hide. Yep. Roll me a stealth check. Boop, 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 boop. 13. 13. This skeleton also has no idea you guys are here and rushes towards the guard that had been hit by the um, the zombie. This skeleton, now the skeletons are like old watch guards looking. They look like they have armor on. They might be previous bandits, um, but they're old looking. The zombies look like fresher corpses that Arias has found or the bandits have dragged from um, wherever. Uh, travelers on the road presumably the skeletons look old like he had to probably pull them from graveyards or um or he's somehow able to find them on the road and pull them up from hundreds of years ago and reanimate them you can see strange armor on them strange weapons um this one in particular has an old kind of rusted looking short sword that he swings towards this guard the guard now kind of aware of the threat from behind manages to Carry the skeleton's weapon, um, and then the skeleton behind him attacks his comrade on the bridge above him too. On a nine, this guard uh, also swinging his spear around, able to deflect the the uh, the skeleton's attack. There are a bunch of bones around these guards, suggesting they've already dealt with a few of them. Um, over here, a skeleton moves in to attack the guard who is. Uh, sort of one of the last remaining guards at the actual front of the gate. Another swing from a short sword on a crit from the skeleton. This skeleton rushes forward, a horrible... As he brings this old, horrible, broken piece of a longsword straight up through this guard's chin and out through the top of his head. A brute force as this guard is... Hit... He is falls. he okay he's very dead and, oh no uh the skeleton remorseless immediately turns his skeletal head towards the other guard <laughs> beginning to That'll move be with the last of his movement a little bit the guards retaliate this guard screaming swings his spear towards the skeleton that had previously struck at his uh fellow watchman here on a 15 he's gonna hit this skeleton and deal two piercing damage not much maybe just knocks a 
an ear bone off of this thing some sort of scratch um as the skeleton retains some sort of strange animated um memory from its combat days the guard next to him will try and kill this zombie in front of him as well thrusting the spear forward it hits the zombie ripping a piece of flesh off of him but doesn't seem to zom uh hit uh stop the zombie in any way two guards now kind of bundling in on the on the zombie below them um a 20 and a 12 two hits six piercing each not enough to take it down the two of them just wailing on this zombie at the center of the bridge here not enough to kill it you see them both thrust their spears forward hitting this zombie in the chest in the stomach they pull the spear out and the zombie just keeps moving forward not used to uh their usual foes of uh bandits and and rogues falling from such an attack the guards will then uh one attacking the skeleton one attacking the other skeleton uh below them a 21 and a 14 two hits I think let me remind myself what the skeleton is there he is yes so one skeleton takes two piercing damage and then another skeleton takes two piercing damage can you only do two piercing damage against <laughs> skeletons i wow. don't know well you've rolled three ones in a row for these guards Brad. yep <laughs> well, well what is that NPCs. why is it that i roll 20 20s for my enemies but anything that's on your side uh you're evil you're, you're i'm sorry us. i'm not against <laughs> you i'm extremely yeah. neutral as much as uh, mm -hmm. contrary to popular belief i, I am actually chaotic evil you're starting to sound like fix now <laughs> bradley I'm not evil. bradley is on your side gm brad mm -hmm. is extremely neutral and if you die you die that brings us to you will what are you doing uh i am going to go can i walk past this torch thing here can i just push past it or push it over on my way by you may like okay uh, yeah, I will do that. I will go 5, 10, uh, and then I will take a swing at this zombie in front of me. Okay. Beep. On a 10. On a 10 against a zombie is a hit. Oh, that is a hit. Okay, yes. that's nice. Uh, 8 slashing. 8 slashing damage to the zombie um yeah you probably lob off a hand as this thing swings wildly trying to track you and you bring the sword up a hand coming off of this thing um the kind of strange jerky movement of this thing makes it difficult to determine where it's going and aim your sword perfectly for like head head leg things like that kind of like a drunken boxer um but you manage to lob off a hand reducing its ability to scratch and grab um what do you do next um i am fairly confident that this the whole party behind me can handle one zombie <laughs> so i think i'm going to go 15, 20, 25, 30. <laughs> i hear the sighing <laughs> maybe not yeah, so leave confident us to clean up your mess <laughs> well, I, I more like run forward to tank the other seven enemies uh, and I, i'll stay put i'll stay put and end my turn i'll engage no, this one no. and stay here Trust your instincts. Go if you want to go, you can go. Make the choice. Yeah. Go. Yeah, I'm going to keep moving. I'll run up here the rest of my distance. Okay. That was in character, by the way. Go. Yeah, the zombie's going to attempt to hit you on a 17. 
That'll miss. Okay, yeah, you hear the dong as this thing whacks at your uh, at your shield with a, uh, a handless arm. Um, and uh, you maneuver your way onto the bridge. Fix, it is your turn. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the zombie here, the one that hit the guard. Mm-hmm. Wow, a nine. Uh, the zombie, a nine is a hit on a oh. zombie. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 13. So I, think I think I read the wrong one earlier on, but they have an eight AC, so you're wow. all good. A 13 on, what, sorry, this zombie here, yes? Uh, the one, yep, that one. Yeah. I just... Nice. Wait, an eight AC. I think that means fire literally can't miss unless Probably she rolls in that miss. one. Yeah. <laughs> she actually can't <laughs> miss. Um, good. And you did 13, yes? Yep. 13, yeah, the uh, the Eldritch Blast comes in. These two guards kind of fighting back and forth with the uh, the zombies and the skeletons. The zombie behind them, you see this zombie kind of lift its head up. It comes in to bite on this, uh, uh, this guard who's defending himself against the skeleton when his head explodes. Um, the zombie, however, continues to wail, swing, scratch, kick, and slam. It's not actually dead, but its head exploded. The guards now looking shocked at one another kind of look and they see you, Will, running up. Um, let me just roll a quick check. A natural 20 from the guard. Uh, there is one of these guards shouts back to you, Will, and says, You! You're a soldier! You respond. Oh, sorry, was that a question or a statement? He just shouts, You're a soldier. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just respond. Yes! Hold the gate! Hey, from Marin's Keep! Reinforcements! No, but there are reinforcements. He looks a little confused and perturbed, but continues to fight. Um, Fix, you can move. Yeah. Um... um uh, yeah, I'm gonna move here. That's it. Okay, Merlin, your turn. Okay, first first step, I'm gonna move um, close to our zombie friend here. Hello. Yep. Um, and then I'm gonna use Scorching Ray on the one next to me, and then uh, the skeletons that are uh, sandwiching the poor guard on the bridge. All right, give me your Scorching Ray attack. How many is it, three? Yeah, three. So one, two... Three. Technically, you would have disadvantage on the first one, but I'm going to allow that you were moving and casting as it uh, on the first, because remember that ranged attacks from melee range have disadvantage because you're close. Oh, right. Okay. But I'm a good guy GM, remember? And don't forget it, because I know you're all going to use it against me when one of, <laughs> one of your heads gets exploded at some point. Um, all hits. Yes, roll me the damage, and we will go around them clockwise. So seven to the zombie closest to you. Um, and uh, this zombie immediately uh, hit by this scorching ray. You see like a, a huge piece of flesh ripped off of it from the force of the scorching ray. And then the zombie is set alight and becomes a flaming thing. So be aware. Then you are aiming for the two skeletons, did you say? Yes, that's right. Uh, one skeleton. We'll say this one takes the seven. And this one takes the eight. The one on the left took the seven. The one on the right took the eight. Um, two more scorching rays. These two <laughs> spells fire launching in. You see it hit these two skeletons one after the other 
um, bones and bits of, of old rotten armor flipping and twisting off of them as they're hit by these two spells. The guards, a look of relief over them as they suddenly realize that they have back up in the form of a wizard. Um, but they continue to fight. And I presume that's the end of your turn, Merlin. Yeah. Zombie gonna is going to try and hit you. Oh, no. <laughs> Seven against your AC. Ha, no. I'm guessing you do a little forward roll out of the way. Some sort of. I did a barrel roll. A little barrel roll as this thing kind of flaming now rushes towards you in an attempt to bite at you. Misses. The... It, it, forgets, it, it forgets which arm. It just yeah. swings with a stump. <laughs> There's nothing there. Zombie missing ahead successfully kind of hits at the guard that was uh, trying, was shouting at you, Will. Um, he turns to his um, he turns to his friend and says, "All is not lost, brother." And then the zombie grabs at him, and you see the the zombie rake these claws into this man's neck. They pull him backwards. The skeleton next to the man, bringing his sword into his side. The zombie ripping at his flesh, tearing bits out. Blood squirting from this man's neck as a an arterial strike from the zombie uh, next to him. The the uh, body headless body collapsing on top of the man as he is killed on the bridge the next zombie is going to attempt to attack the guards here and then the one on the right will do the same to the other guard on a nine and an eleven the two of them now kind of moving um with this strange uh, undead creature able to avoid the attacks and deftly get out of the way as they too look over to see who's coming to their aid on the bridge here bringing us to fire's turn i am going to try to sneak up behind the zombie close to me yes. and slit its throat you have advantage on your attack roll to do so mm-hmm. ah. 25 and sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi. Well, you slit its throat. It, it doesn't really kill yeah. it. Um, let's see here. Yes. Okay. Um, you uh, you slit its throat, and it falls down in front of you. I'm gonna roll the dice. And it doesn't get back up. <laughs> oh I had a horrible feeling it was going to get back up. Uh, it does not get back Best up. Best part of fighting zombies. You, yeah. s- you slit its throat. Um, mm-hmm. And this flaming thing um, kind of just crumples under the damage to its body. The, unable to really continue to do anything other than maybe like jerk around awkwardly on the ground. It's, it's, it's completely immobilized to the point where it's basically dead. Um, just look at Merlin and go, uh, try to keep your distance from them. Right. So then I'll just sneak back into the bush and hide again. All right. Uh, skeletons attacking now. One, uh, two, three attacking on this. Oh, no, two there. Attacking this one guard who was, uh, uh, standing with the other guy. Is this the guard? No, that's the guard. This is a skeleton. Skeleton 13 and 17, one hit, one skeleton coming in. The guard parries the uh, the sword away, and then a second sword 
brought forward slices this guard's side. Five damage to the guard. Um, what else do we got? One other skeleton up at the top. Going to try and swing at the southernmost guard. No, the northernmost guard. Ooh, on a 20, that's a hit. Not a natural 20, though. He takes four damage. Another skeleton. <laughs> Swinging a sword. An old, rusted sword covered now in the blood of his comrade. And the guard will retaliate. Boom. 16, a hit on the skeleton. To the oh. tune of four damage to the one right up by the gate. The guard fighting the zombie will attack the zombie there. An eight is a miss. No, it's a hit, isn't it? Yes. Oh, no, he's fighting the skeleton. The guard fighting the zombie. A 17 will be a hit. Come on. The tune of two damage. We're so proud Again. of the little guys. Get him, get him, oh, no, boys. Yeah. <laughs> two attacks coming in on the zombie with the two guards here. 17 and an eight. One hit, one miss. Four damage to that zombie. Up. Uh, and uh, then this guard, who's, who's surrounded at the center of the bridge, swings wildly. I guess he's probably going to try and kill the zombie that killed his friend. So let's go with that. And 18 is a hit. Four piercing damage. Uh, he stabs at the body of this zombie, which has kind of collapsed over his, uh, over his um, comrade. And uh, deals four piercing damage to it. Will, it's your turn. Okay, so... I will move here, starters. Oh, and then I am actually. I'm gonna throw a javelin. I think I have a javelin left. Yeah, I do have a javelin. I'll go ahead and sheath my sword to chuck a javelin this turn. Okay. At um, sorry, I, you've been describing things hitting things. Uh, whichever of these three creatures in front of me has been already hit the most. Who is this guard fighting? Uh, the, the zombie is the most hurt-looking thing. The skeleton... Well, the, the, the zombie and the skeleton closest to you are about equal. Okay, I will chuck a javelin at the skeleton. Okay. Because I think skeletons actually stay dead when you hit them. That is right. Oof. However... I rolled a Two. You have to hit them. <laughs> a javelin flies in. Um, the the skeleton is wearing uh, uh, a shield, like a buckler on its arm. It doesn't appear to be using it. It's just kind of wildly spinning its arm around. But this javelin hits the buckler, sending it just slightly off. The skeleton kind of stumbles one way under the force of it, but it doesn't actually deal any direct damage to the skeleton. The javelin kind of trailing off to one side. And uh, I presume that's the end of your turn. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot I can do here in terms of bonus actions, so I'll just have to end it there. Okay, brings us to fix. Brad, I have a separate set of dice purely for this campaign. It's my mistlight dice. They only have ones through fives on them, and then I just roll <laughs> those every time. I can tell. Um, okay. Uh, fix, your turn. Yep, I'm going to run up to the bridge. Um, and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Seeing that my blast didn't kill the zombie the first time, I'm going to try again. Okay. It'll be an eight. No. 24. 24. Yes. 11, 11 damage. Yeah. <laughs> we tread dice. The, uh, yes. <laughs> the zombie is 
uh, hit by this second thing. It's kind of roiling around it. It's trying to find its footing, its headless thing. And then this Eldritch Blast just hits it dead through the spine, exploding the rotten flesh across the bridge. The thing falls down, unable to continue um, to uh, move. Oh, yes. Absolutely unable to continue to move. I don't think I could have rolled enough for it to come back. So, um, Okay. Your turn. turn. Merlin's turn. All right. So he's going to uh, run up not too far from Fix, and then he's once again going to cast Scorching Ray on um, the two that are close to the guard, the two skeletons and the zombie. Okay. We'll go from left to right then. 16 right. hit. 14 miss. 9 hit. So roll me 2 damage. 1 hits the um, skeleton on the left for 9 damage. Okay. You see the skeleton hit by this arcane energy. This fire spreads across the skeleton's body and then the thing just kind of falls into a pile of flaming uh, bones as you destroy this skeleton nice. here. Then uh, you deal five damage to the one uh, at the top there. And uh, the zombie is hit by this fire. You see the scorching ray not only kind of ignite the zombie again like the other one, but puncture a hole through the rotten flesh. However, it continues to flail, um, jerking around wildly, still alive. Anything else? Any movement or anything? Yeah, I'm staying right here. Okay, the flailing, burning zombie that is uh, that has just been hit is going to try and swing uh, wildly at these guards. On an 18, he's going to hit the one just in front of him for six bludgeoning damage. Um, as uh, the flames kind of too bright for this guard as he brings up his staff, the zombie manages to bring an arm down and strike the guard. Doesn't scratch him, doesn't... Um, doesn't bite him or anything, but the bludgeoning of this wild flaming arm causes the uh, extent of the damage to the guard. And then another attack from the zombie on the right, who's going up against the guard on the top right there on a six. This guy has been absolutely immune to damage this thus far, but also not dealing any damage to his zombie as the two of them are just going back and forth, bringing us to Fire's turn. I will do something crazy, Brad. I'm gonna pop up and I'm gonna take a shot with my bow <laughs> at this guy here, this zombie. Okay. And afterwards, guess what I'm gonna do? Jump into the water below. No. One needs a hit. There you go. And uh, yeah, this zombie flaming, flailing around, an arrow just flies in sticks into the side of the zombie's head and it falls into a kind of smoldering mess on the ground in front of them. The guard that was injured kind of looks over to the area where you are and gives a short salute and then turns his attentions to his uh, brothers here as the skeletons continue their attack. Skeleton in the bottom left here going to try and swing at the um, beaten looking guard on an 11. Ding! Hits some armor. The skeleton uh, at the gate fighting with the other guy. Ding also hits some armor, bringing us to the guard's turn. A retaliation from one, 22, damage seven. Oh, he kills him. They killed one. Yes! 
Uh, the one at the one <laughs> him, in guys. front of you. <laughs> go, you little guys, just, go! He swings his spear around wildly, cracking the side of this skeleton's head. It cracks and splits into several pieces, and the whole thing scatters into bones in front of you, Will. The uh, two guards over here will rush towards this zombie and attempt to uh, attack this one on a 19 and a 5. Only one of them is, is a success. You see them kind of just... This looks like that scene, I guess, in Shaun of the Dead where they're all kind of hitting the same zombie to the, uh, the Queen song, whatever one it was. Don't, don't stop me. DMCA. Otherwise, I'd play it. And if we were offline right now, I would play it. <laughs> then uh, an attack from one guard to a skeleton over there going back and forth brings us to you, Will. No hit from him. Okay, I will go 5, 10, 15, 20... 25 retrieve my javelin 30 <laughs> um, okay and throw it again all right give me the attack roll 20 yes. is That's absolutely more like a hit. it four Only damage. four damage but it's better than zero yep this this uh javelin sticks into this zombie and spins it around a little bit it's now just got a javelin through it perfectly um bringing us to fix his turn uh, I run straight after Will and Eldritch Blast, the same one that he just tried to attack. Okay. Uh, do it. Oh, Ooh. 20. Ooh. Yes. yes. Give me all the damage. You need to do 13. Horrific. 10. 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you fire off an Eldritch Blast and just make a hole in the center of, like, a cartoonish hole through the stomach of this zombie. Um, its spine still intact kind of allows it to remain... Uh, standing, but it's seriously beaten up as we come to Merlin's turn. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna uh, start rushing as well a little bit more to get a little closer, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile on um, the twice on the zombie and once on the skeleton. Okay, they all hit, so give me the uh, attacks. Oh. Two! <laughs> Oh, Jeez, you did twice yes. on the zombie, didn't you? So that's yeah, enough yeah, to kill Yeah, twice it. on the yes, zombie. Two okay. magic missiles <laughs> come in. Okay. And, uh, and kill this, this zombie. These arcane strikes coming down. And the zombie kind of being hit, spun around, and then falls to the ground, unmoving. I'm going to roll one thing here to see if he gets back up. It is... Uh, Stay down. It is not enough. Or can I not count? No, it is not enough. And then uh, you did four damage to the skeleton. Um, yeah, you see, you remove an entire arm from this skeleton. Um, it, it's bringing its sword arm up, and then the uh, the the magic missile takes the um, bone from the elbow, and you see the sword arm swing off as it just misses this guard. Uh, the zombies are all dead. So that brings us to fire. One skeleton left right up by the gate. Yes. You got Guess it. what I'm going to do, bro. Throw a dagger. Style <laughs> <laughs> points. Can I even... You can throw daggers, but I don't think you've got the range. No, I was going to ask if I can hit it. Is that zombie on the ground? So I could... Uh, if I shoot, I can hit the skeleton. You, what do you mean if the zombie's on the ground? Can you shoot and hit the skeleton? Because if I shoot from where I am, 
can I hit? Line of sight? Yeah, this boy. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You, there is no line of sight with people. I don't apply line ooh, of sight ooh. to people. That's a ooh. natural <laughs> 27. Beautiful. And yeah, the final um, skeleton is hit by an invisible arrow from somewhere. Well, not an invisible arrow, but an arrow yeah. from an invisible archer in the uh, in the bushes. The final zombie is hit. <laughs> Breaks into bones and skeletal bits. The area around the bridge and just inside of the bridge is cleared and the uh the guards some of them injured uh, a couple of them not look suddenly over towards you their arm brought up with their spears shaking towards um where you are and that is where we're going to go to our break for the evening you are successful in this combat but it is just the beginning we oh, shall return okay, after well. a short break as the uh siege of soms point continues thank you so much for watching we'll be back in a few minutes go grab yourselves a drink um because we're nowhere near done thanks for watching <laughs>
Yes. Uh, you should burn your dead, or at least throw them over the edge of this bridge. Oh, what? Uh, yes, okay. I understand. Okay. Unless you want to fight them. Uh, okay, well, I'll stay here then. You four, go with them. Um, each of you roll me a d10 to determine the names of the guards that you gain. Oh, friend. <laughs> the record, this is a mechanic. At each of these points, there is a... Uh, yeah, whether you snuck in or whether you assaulted the gate depending on depended on what happened. Uh, this way, you get a guard each. Let's see. Um, they have call signs, basically. So. Okay. Do you want me to re-roll? Because I rolled the same as well. Yes. You rolled first, so okay, I'll yeah. redo mine. You roll I again. get three. This is aptly named yep. Hex. Uh, This guard Hex is undamaged This guard is injured um, And fire rolled a 7 Which is Dawn Uh, This one uh, Merlin rolled for with a 6 This is Nemo (laughs) Nemo is also injured And uh, This guard here on a nine is saber. Saber like sabering meat. Saber is in uh, like um, saber tooth. Fate stay night. Um, oh okay. So um, yeah, you see the other um, guard here. Just say to each of them, um, uh, "Go with you four." Um, he begins moving the bodies. You see him lift one of these zombies and shove, shove it over the edge of the bridge. There's a moment before there's a splash below. And he turns around um, and says, Good luck, brothers, uh, and thank you. To you guys. The four of you presumably move under the gate and look in to see what's going on in the town. Uh, yeah. Yes, although I'm going to reiterate to this guy, if there's any torches out here or whatever, I'm going to say... Just burn them. You're not going to have time to move everyone by hand. Uh, okay, very well. He runs over, grabs a torch, moves over to one of the zombies, and puts it to the clothing. These uh, uh, spears the guards were using, how mm-hmm. long are they? Um, Whatever an average length of a spear is, that would probably be a question for you, Fairlight. How long is a medieval well, spear? I mean, there's literally like spear and long spear are two different items. So I'm just wondering if any of these guys have a weapon oh, that I can poke from out of reach with. They have just spears. Um, you could Short take spears. a couple if you want to take them. Oh, I, I'm going to grab a couple off the bodies because I'm running out of javelins. But I was also just curious if I could pick up a 10 foot weapon off of one of these guys if no, they had they it. they just have standard spears. Um, okay. And... Uh, Yes, you guys move forward and into the uh, into this kind of village. Again, there is um, chaos in here. There's there's buildings aflame. There are people running left and right. There are guards you can see in the distance fighting with um, zombies, with bandits, with um, skeletons. You can see bodies strewn all over the place of all different races: guards, bandits zombies skeletons um from this perspective you have a pretty good um lay of the land here at the gate it's uh the city dips down a little bit as it heads down towards the docks which are on the east of you there is also a um a sort of marketplace over here 
Um, essentially, there's a, two areas that you immediately notice, two main large skirmishes happening. One to the east of you, um, uh, where there is the uh, this marketplace and the docks. You can see this open area where there is um, undead attacking villagers and guards. There are... The guards here are super overwhelmed. Um, you also see a tiefling firing arcane blasts chaotically into the fight, similar to how Fix does. To the west of you, there is a relatively stark uh, stout guard tower which is within um kind of village homes like a suburb almost you can see here is where the majority of the bandits seem to be working belonging to the leon viperum they're fighting um against the town watch here there is uh a bunch of families fleeing these homes and uh running around in the chaos at the top of the watchtower is what looks like a, a bandit leader here, presumably Massimo, ordering people around, surrounded by a couple of his men who are fighting off the guard who are trying to fight back. Um, Fix, you see a few buildings that might serve as an orphanage, but one building in particular looks kind of like a standalone school. Um, this is north. This is almost directly ahead of you, following this uh, a main road up towards the north end of town. It's also the only one of these buildings that looks like it is um, occupied with lights on and things like that. Um, there's a central set of roads that lead through the center of town where the fighting is less present um, as it seems to have spread out with the zombies and skeletons focusing on the east of town. Leon Viperum fighting on the west of town. Um, Using these roads would allow you to very quickly and quietly bypass the fighting and head straight towards the school at the north of town. As it is now with this chaos and the fighting, you sort of find yourselves at a fork in the road, going west towards the Leon Viperum and Massimo, going east towards this tiefling and the undead, or going straight for the orphanage slash school that uh, seems to be present in town. The guards are standing there looking at you, waiting for orders as well. You could potentially send them one way or another to aid one of the fights, or you can bring them with you um, to whatever it is you end up doing or however you approach it. What do you guys do on the other do side of the gate? Do I recognize the tiefling? Uh, roll me a perception check to see, because this, this you've still got to get there. This is just a vantage 18. point. This isn't like just your right. You'd have to get all the way over to that part of town. Yeah. 18, you do not recognize this tiefling at all. Okay. Uh, this tiefling firing off arcane blasts, uh, rather than try to identify her, who is she shooting? Is she shooting guards or is she shooting uh, bandits? Absolutely or, or taking out guards. Um, and with pleasure, by the looks of it. Okay, so hostile spellcaster then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... In the direction of the orphanage, is there enemies blocking us from heading that way as well, or is that not many? There are little fights breaking out, but it but it looks as if some of the fighting started here in the center of town on this main road and then spread two ways, um, leaving the open road here ahead of you relatively quiet, using a few um, routes and and you know being subtle you could probably just maneuver straight through town and ignore all of the fighting and get straight to the um the north of town the orphanage um so yeah i mean that's okay 
Good choice. I'll just... Will 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 look to the party and to the guards and say, we need to rally the militia and point to the tower. The guards are looking over at the uh, the tower and they're saying, oh, well, that's a... Uh, well, that's the main watchtower. There's a, there is one up at the keep, but, but it looks like they, uh, they're overrun. The one in front of us is overrun, or this other one he's referencing? The other one. The uh, he's looking at the watchtower. The the bandits seem to be winning. Uh, I pointed at the building in front of us. What what is that building? Oh, that that's uh, well, that's the school for the little ones. Kids. If he's there, Fix, do you really think we can fight him? No. But do you really think we can just leave children to him? I think to save this entire town, we should start by getting as many of our forces together as possible. Rather than running around looking for one specific person. Send the guards to do it. We can go to send the school. Them to send... I don't, I don't think that's wise. I don't think any option is wise. I will rephrase. I think our best odds of winning are getting as many of these men together as we can. But what is winning if we take the town and he succeeds anyway? Saving lives is winning, Fix. This is saving more lives! Then you go to the school, and I'm going to start walking towards the guard tower. I take a step in the direction of the school um, and then follow Will. So I know that's our best chance of survival. Okay. I'll follow them. And the guards following you as well, I assume? You don't order them any other way? They just kind of step in unless you send them in a different direction. Uh, how far away is the school from us? Um, The town is maybe... Uh, half a mile across or something like that the school's pretty far away relatively speaking though the marketplace that you'd be heading to you still have to maneuver towards it the village area where the watchtower is you'd still have to maneuver to it it's and not like right next to you um each thing each location is roughly equidistant though it, it wouldn't be a thing you'd kind of have to pick and choose you wouldn't be able to pop over and have a look and come back very quickly yeah. and take you some time you're looking at like five ten minutes of just moving rushing okay i was just wondering if i could send vita to go look um but it's too far away so yeah i just follow will okay does vita have a range limit on how far you can scout well it's a hundred foot teleportation uh well sorry telepathy ah. yeah so you guys to be to be clear if you keep arguing west. with will you might change his mind it's just like at the moment he's heading that way because uh, i don't think fire or merlin really said much no the guards fall in line behind you and you start uh moving west uh will roll me a d3 okay a two a two you start moving through the um through the town the guards point you in a certain direction and tell you to head down through some um down a set of stairs that take you down into what is essentially kind of the homes and the and the heart of the town um the uh 
the group maneuver around the back of the um the wall and head downwards into this village you lose sight of the tower you lose sight of the marketplace and the north end of town where that school is and then you move down into kind of a medieval suburbia here there is um lots of alleyways and uh every now and then you'll come across a family who are cowering in a corner hidden or a, a door will slam closed then you'll see a house that has been broken into or you'll uh, you'll have to avoid a certain path because of a fire at one point um you as a group move past um a road two roads down away from you kind of two blocks away small little medieval blocks you notice a merchant being held against a wall by a very large looking member of the leon viperum two other bandits are making off with his loot as they move out um the two with the loot slip down a road and the large looking bandit pulls a knife from his pocket with clear intention to kill the merchant what do you guys do how far? About 60 feet. Fire. Uh, 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 fire the person, not fire the command. Yeah. <laughs> like, fire, 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 fire. It's still kind fire? of he's, he's turning. Fire he's turning roll? to the elf and saying, fire. Fire. She's... Fire, <laughs> fire. <laughs> fire. 19. With my bow. Uh, 19 with fire? your bow. What are you doing? Firing at the back of his head? Are you firing as well, X? Yeah. I, I would also try and hit him. 20. I fire too. I'm going to use Firebolt because I hear fire. So I'm like, go oh, fire. All right. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I'm getting get in on this. I'm getting in on this action. I have a heavy crossbow. Sure, I'm not very fire, good with fire, it. Fire. Fire. Right. Fire. 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 He did mean fire. 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 <laughs> What would my proficiency be with a crossbow? It would be plus three. You would have all proficiency. A natural 20. Damn, <laughs> yeah. yes. well. Everyone give me damage. This is ridiculous. The merchant <laughs> is standing there, this huge man holding him up against a wall. He pulls a dagger out to kill the merchant and then suddenly the merchant's hand is pinned against the wall with an arrow. His back is hit with this force that crushes the merchant up against the wall. There is um, there is a firebolt that hits this guy, setting his clothing aflame. He lets out a cry before suddenly a crossbow bolt <laughs> pokes through his eye. The merchant crushed against the weight of this man up against the wall falls down there's two things crumpling on top of each other and he crawls out from underneath looking around as you guys continue on you see the merchant look after his loot longingly and then run away um in a different direction you guys continue to move towards um the uh this watchtower the guards again saying over there just through here if we go under there we might be able to get up on a roof or we could uh we could push around to the other side we might be able to get on on the ladder and up onto the watchtower but we'd be seen probably before we got there it points towards uh two areas that you can go pointing towards a set of houses one of them he points at and and there is a ladder that seems to lead up onto a roof it's there's a gap between that roof and the watchtower, but you'd have a potential vantage point to fire a little up towards the top of the, the watchtower. Otherwise, he says you can sneak around the other side and try to come at the actual watchtower from the ladders and entranceway that would bring you up to the top of it. Um, 
Okay, so we can either sneak around the back for the ladders, or we can you can get try elevated. and sneak actually onto the watchtower itself, um, or you can jump up onto the roofs and have a vantage point. Those of you who might want a vantage point um, up onto the tower, otherwise you're going to be underneath it, and they're just going to be able to rain down on you. There are several uh, bandits on the ground as well. Okay. You, d you Now, you described it before as, like, there was a fight going on here between bandits and, like, town guards or town watch, right? Are mm -hmm. there, uh... Can I see where the bulk of our friendlies are? Uh, it's pretty scattered. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty scattered all around. I say we take the rooftops. Uh, yeah, we could do that. I'm a lot less effective up there, but... I think the rest of you would be you can split better off this is basically where you start on the battle map oh. if you go the other way i'll send vita with you so i can see what's happening around you agreed can would they have an angle to cover me if i went to the top of the watchtower with the three of them on the roof or maybe um... two of them on the roof not, not cover me up the ladder, but like when I get to the top, would they be able to shoot at the top? The watchtower at the top is 40 feet. The roof that you'd be firing at is 20 feet. So... Okay. I mean, I can't, I, I can't visualize, like, is there an angle where they can actually fire up from the roofs or no? Yeah, you just would have no hope of firing up um, from the ground. You'd have to okay. get on a roof in order to fire any ranged weapons up at these guys. How, how big is the... Like, how big a round is this platform? Um, like, if we went up there, would we all realistically have room to maneuver around? Or is this going to be, like, so cramped that we're going to be, you know, elbow to elbow with each other? There's plenty of room for ranged casters. You'd be pretty useless up there. No, I mean, like, if we went up on the watchtower... Oh, up on the watchtower, you're looking yes. at... You're looking at swashbuckling. It's about 40 feet across. Okay. Uh, then I'll just turn to the others and say, I'm going up there. One of you might want to come with, but... Mm. I feel like one of you two should come with me, and I'm pointing at Fix and Fire. It's up to you, really, who's... Better up in close quarters, or all of you can go on the roof, I suppose, and cover me from there. I glance at fire. How are you with your daggers? What about... Did she, are you wearing the giant uh, rapier that is in your character art? Mm-hmm. Are you good with <laughs> I'm that? I'm good. Yeah, I can go with then you. Come with me. And then I flick my hand okay? and Vita sort of like swirls around your head. Wait, what? Will you be okay? Yeah, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll stay with Fix. I'll look out for him. All four of you, with them, on the roof. Archer cover. Okay. So, let me bring you over then to the area where you are. And Will, do you want to try and sneak around or rush around? Uh, I'm... <laughs> clank, clank, clank. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> Very quiet. <laughs> clank, God clank. damn it, Will. No, I'm not bulldozing anything in my way. I'm also... Uh, but prior to starting this fight, I want to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Like, the second I even see an enemy or as we start going up the ladder. 
Okay, now let me just give your guards short bows because from now on you will be playing your guards. Uh, so, do you remember which guard was yours? Mine was named Saber. Mine was Dawn. Okay, now in theory, if I do this for you, I should be able to give you access to the guard NPC sheet. And uh, can I can I give my guard the heavy crossbow I'm carrying here? <laughs> Use this. You, you can. You know what? You can. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to um, to Saber and say, "Use this." All right. I'm and, gonna and add give heavy, the heavy crossbow. crossbow to this guard here. I'll turn uh, to Don and just go. Good good luck. By the time we're done, this these guards are going to be the second party. They're going to have their own yeah. cafe. They're going to be. They're going to be like, be so four, anyway, Orias. <laughs> they're going to be four four level one fighters with the mm-hmm. town watch background. As yeah, <laughs> you're the backup um, characters if we die. Yeah, these are your backup characters from now on. Um, <laughs> all right. So, do you see this? If I click this, you should see the guard character sheet and actions on yep. the yes. thing. So those, so Saber is the only one who can hit heavy crossbow. It works very similarly to your character sheet. On the right-hand side, you click on the thing that you want to do, and it will appear for you. It just says guard, but they're all the same. They have the same stats. Um, however, each one of your guards has a different um, uh, HP level. So bear that in mind as well. And you'll see in a second when I bring you over. Now, Will, roll me an athletics check, please. This is to determine how close to the guard tower you get. 13. A 13 will bring you over to here. So Will just starts running in, I'm guessing. Um, Just barreling his way forward. There's maybe a bandit that turns around and then just takes a face full of shield and is smashed to the ground as Will charges forward. The clank of his heavy armor um, and heavy footfalls, I think... You draw a, a decent amount of attention to yourself. I'm going to roll for Massimo himself. And, uh, oh, he definitely sees you. you he watches this um, this knight suddenly come running through the, um, the streets here. And you see him kind of quietly uh, mouth to somebody behind him and point as these two bandits move into position above where you are. I'm going to bring you over to here. And this is our starting position, apart from Will, who, if I have placed everything correctly... Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> there is a lot going on here. So, here's where you guys are. I will drag... Oh, I can't do it. You guys start over here. Um, at the center of the map over here is... Massimo and his bandits at the top of the watchtower and the markings for the heights of buildings are here 20 feet for the top of this and 40 feet for the top of this you can get creative with actions and potentially create um, some other way uh, to get over to the uh, the center there you could potentially for example take the ladder and bring it up with you and try and put it between this building and the next one it looks long enough but it would be like a whole thing you'd have to use an action to do that to place the ladder and uh you you would have to do checks on movement to ensure that you don't straight up fall 20 feet 
stuff like that things like that but just to let you know you can get kind of funky with some of the things that you can do here um there are skirmishes happening all around where you are you are in the center of an area that is homes families there's a couple of taverns and things like that but for the most part there are families farmers fishermen children fleeing all around you in terror some cowering in homes some kind of rushing through the streets many of these homes have already been broken into bodies of all races littering the streets citizens guards bandits several buildings here are aflame and the heat in the and the light um is affecting everything for everyone here um most of the bandits seem to already be engaged with the guards but most of the guards seem to have already uh the 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 battle is not lost but the war would certainly fall to the to the bandits had you not intervened um generally speaking two bandits to one guard uh is what you're looking at and on top of this central watchtower there is their commander um you guys have never seen this person you don't know who they are through anything other than reputation but you get the sense that this is probably massimo the leader of the leon viperum um atop of this watchtower ordering his crew around um even just seeing the way he's ordering his crew around would seem odd to all of you it seems as if this isn't just a mere hit and run he's actively sowing chaos and murder he's ordering his people not to loot but to kill um which is odd uh for you guys will you uh get to start uh about here wherever you you can start within five feet of there I don't know where you want to be. I don't know if you want to start next to somebody. Um, but you can if you want. Start there. And I will need initiatives from everyone, please. Did Fire come with me or no? Uh, oh, yeah. Fire, did you go with? Then put yourself behind him in whatever position he's in. One position behind. Now, I'm going to give you access to these guards tokens one second. And then we can begin true. Um, or can I not? In fact, can you move those guards? See if one of you can move a guard token. Your guards in the yep. bottom right. Yep. Yeah. You got them. Okay. So each one of you of has your guard. Yeah. Um, uh, Nemo, Saber, Hex, and someone else. Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Uh, you will all start here next to this ladder where the guards told you um, you would be. So you have the option to climb up the ladder. Um, or not but that's where it begins as will and fire run off uh into the center of this chaos okay do we move our guards over with us your guards are gonna have their own initiative oh okay okay um so i'm gonna roll for um um, roll initiative for saber will and they will all go on that turn okay uh there is a little dice next to his name right yeah uh, in the top left, there's a little initiative dice button. Ah, there it is. A yes. five. Five, four. And Saber and the other guards will go on that turn. And you guys can... Essentially, what it, you don't need to roleplay out, but you can assume that you guys are ordering them around or they're ordering each other into whatever position that you choose for them to go. You can move their tokens and you, you'll be the ones responsible for firing at who you want to fire at and where you want to... Um, fire the bows since they're all they've all been ordered to use bows by will uh the other guards you guys need to roll me initiative um and it's one of four 
Massimo, who's special. And... 15. Am I missing anyone? Fix Merlin. I will. I think that is everyone. So, here we are at the top of the first round. A lot of the fighting going on around you is um, uh, insane. This guard is on the roof, but he shouldn't be there. The, um, the chaos around you continues. This area is is um, predominantly the Leon Viperum. You do see a few zombies and skeletons as if they've already been butchered, but this seems to be where the bandits are operating from on the western side of Som's Point. Starting with Will, and I will do my best to... I'm juggling a lot of um, <laughs> balls. Never mind. I'm, just, I'm 13. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, if I'm... If I'm not keeping up on the screen, chat, I'm sorry, and I will do my best to make sure I'm always following who we're following. Um, so, Will, <coughs> first turn, you come running in. The entrance to the watchtower is this ladder here. Um, you just merely have to get to that hex. You can go straight here and onto it. Um, it is okay. 40 feet of travel, and um, uh, that's it. There you go. What do you want to do? There is still all this other fighting going on around you and stuff too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I will. I will take a swing at this guy on my way by. So I will go five feet here. Mm -hmm. And uh, chop, 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 motherfucker. Let's see here. Boom! That's a twenty-one with five slashing damage then that will absolutely hit. You're just running past him, this kind of guard surrounded by some of his fallen comrades fighting with these two bandits that are standing um, either side of him, flanking him, trying to toy with him. He's moving around, fending them off as well as he can when you come running in and uh, this guy is hit with a longsword in the back. Five damage as you open up a wound on this bandit's back. He turns suddenly, seeing that there is another person here. The guard looks over and for a moment is confused, but accepts the help. And you may continue with your turn. Uh, I will go 15 feet. And then I'll actually just stop here. Okay. Because uh, if I keep going, I still can't make it up this turn anyway. So we'll help this guard up uh, in my turn here. Okay. And yeah. Um, also, I will bonus action cast Shield of Faith on myself. Shield of Faith. And what does Shield of Faith do again? It will improve my AC by two. Lovely. Is it concentration? It is. All right. And that brings us to the end of your turn. Fire, you're next. I will pull out my rapier and rush and try to ram it in this guy's ribcage. All right, give me the attack roll. You do not have advantage because he knows you are here now. 10. 10 against the bandit's AC. You rush up behind him. Um, he's already turning around, sees Will, sees you, brings up his own um, weapon. These two weapons, your rapier, this, this man's scimitar clash, and the... Uh, the man parries your attack, turning now away from the guard behind him and w looking warily at you. He, a horrible-looking human with scars across his face, several teeth missing, a uh, classic bandit-looking fellow, this one. As he looks across both of you, a smile at the edge of his lips. 
for the end of your turn. I'm gonna disengage. Okay, and you just may disengage. Go back. Do you have? Can you do bonus action offhand attack to kill the guy? Out of question. As a question. Brad, can I do bonus hand off? Can I do bonus action offhand attack to kill the guy? Fair like, can she do bonus action <laughs> offhand attack okay. to kill the guy? Uh, listen, when I, when I say can you, what I'm what I. That's the very polite way of me saying it. Stab him with your dagger. <laughs> can I? So without I will. You, yeah, without... Uh, so you can all um, use your uh, bonus action to do an offhand attack. If you have a light weapon, you can use oh. it to make an attack without proficiency. So you would have to but roll your attack and remove actually, your proficiency from the roll unless you have the... You know, I just remembered she's using a rapier now. Yeah. So I, I don't actually... Think she can. I might have to retract the statement. Unfortunately, uh, man. You need a light weapon, right? And a rapier is not. I'm guessing. A, is it finesse and only? No, rapiers are not light. There you go. Never mind. I forgot she swapped weapons. Um, I tried. Yep. I, I, I tried. Okay. Thanks Sorry, the, guard. Thanks for the effort. Well, Sorry, it guard. was worth a thought because it is mm -hmm. And also for the record, um, you could potentially use a dagger in one hand and a dagger in the other. If you did your yeah. main attack with the dagger, you would still be able to do this, but you wouldn't have proficiency with it because you don't have uh, dual-wielding feet. Um, I think I only have one dagger. Well, do if I you have... have, like, a short sword or anything else you can swing in your other hand, that gives you two chances per turn to sneak oh, attack somebody. Oh, I do somebody. have two daggers. Yeah, Does you probably will get more oh. damage by doing double daggers because then you can try twice to get that sneak attack. Yeah. Okay. Can I put my... Rapier away. Can I switch weapons or is that like an action or mm -hmm. bonus action? You do the Loki thing where you suddenly bring out two little yeah. daggers and flip them up into your hand. I just run up, miss, and go, uh, please hold. And I just go back <laughs> and put it away and pull out my daggers. Okay, All next right. time. Next time. Uh, Merlin, you are the first <laughs> up the ladder. Oh boy, yeah. Um, I I don't do so well with heights, so um, I, I, I look to, uh, to, to fix and I just take a, a a big gulp, loud enough that she, you know she could hear that, um, and I begin by as ascending. You can do it. Oh God. Okay. All right. You begin yeah, shakily no. climbing up this ladder. You. Yes. Um, it's twenty feet of movement up there, so you'll be able to get to the hex. Uh, one yeah, of that's these. High for me. Yes, you can get up to Aww. one of these here. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. And mm. on shaky legs, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, snap a doodle six. Shaky legs. You have half movement on the roof the entire oh, no. time you're up on the roof as you are panicking. Thank you for letting me know okay. you have extreme vertigo. <laughs> up on the watchtower, you hear a few grunts um from the uh the leader merlin you can just about make him out now from this vantage point you see him turn to the bandits on his side and point down to the area where will and fire are and he makes a few strides over to the edge himself oh, no. looking down at uh where you guys are he is going to pull out a light crossbow and make two attacks one at will one at fire Boom, boom. 18 and a 14. 18 is on will, 14 on uh, fire. I will put my shield of faith in the air and smack that arrow out of the way. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to matrix. 
Yeah. Misses. 14. Oh. Oh, okay. 14 is not enough. Mm -hmm. Two uh, crossbow balls land uh, in the ground next to you as he takes a few uh, pot shots at you. That brings us to the guards. The guard nearest to where you are. Um, uh, Will is going to swing at the other guard. Uh, the other bandit, I mean, with uh, his spear. Or is he not? Yes, he is. It's here. On a six, you see these two um, fellows going at it. And then uh, another one on the left-hand side over here will continue his fight. And another one over there is going to continue his fight. And another one there is going to continue his fight. All right, I'm just going to roll them all at once. This guy, uh, bandits, let me remember, 12 AC on a bandit. So all of these are hits. One. Two, and then this guard got a crit. So which guard is it here that's getting a promotion for his next one? <laughs> <laughs> the one that's mm -hmm. behind fire uh, is getting a promotion. The uh, uh, This guy here deals three damage to this guy. And this guy here is uh, going to kill this bandit here. Uh, so, there are guards fighting here, there are guards fighting uh, behind you, and there are guards fighting up there. Um, again, they're outnumbered, so if they lose their fights, you're going to find yourselves with more bandits to deal with. So bear that in mind. Fix, your turn. Did Merlin not get to attack? Um, oh yeah, no, he didn't. Are you, got, are you making an attack, Merlin? I'm crazy. Oh, I mean, well, I was kind of, but, you know, I, I guess uh, I Aww. got a little shy. Um, but okay, yeah, um, I'll try and go for the, uh, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try and go for the bandits and Massimo on the uh, the roof. Okay. I'm going to use magic missile. Okay, one on each? Yes. All right, we'll go clockwise. First one hitting Mac Massimo. Okay. Boom. Oh, foo. Boom. Boom. <laughs> 2-2-4. The uh, two damage to Massimo. Two damage to the bandit behind him. And, oh god, what have I done? Uh, and then four damage to the other bandit. Alright. And then that would be the end of your turn. Then everything else yeah. would happen. And then... Uh, and then we come to fix his turn. Yay. Um, right, I've sort of helped Merlin get up, sort of like watched over him, and I'm going to jump up onto the roof myself. Yep. Are you adept um, at climbing roofs? Yeah. All right. Uh, but you don't need absolutely. to roll anything. Um, <laughs> and then I am going to... Wow. You said you were scared <laughs> up there. Yeah. <laughs> True. Just going to have confidence. Um, I'm going to look at Merlin and say, target the leader. It might demoralize them. Kind of half believing it. Um, and then I'm going to fire, uh, I'm going to hex Massimo. Um, mm. and hex his strength. And okay. I'm going to fire an Eldritch Blast at him. Okay. The Eldritch Blast is a 15 to hit. 
A 15 is a miss as this thing launches. You see him react as this um, arcane force pushes past the back and he looks around before looking over towards where you are. He uh, shouts at one of the guys behind him and then points over in your direction. Uh, nice. You still can move. Uh, you have 10 feet of movement. Yeah. On the roof. I think I'm going to stay here because I think moving upward would just put me... Uh, I don't know, actually. No, moving upward will probably put me more at risk, I think. Um, but he's still hexed, so he just doesn't take any damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, this brings us to your guard's turns. Let's start yeah. with Saber. Sure. Uh, let me just double check the range on a short bow, unless you know it off the top of your head. Range on a short bow is. Oh, don't know what it is. Uh, 8320. 8320? Yeah, that's what mine is. All right. 80. 80. Huh? For, so 80 with. Uh, for oh, 80. I thought you said 83. 320 for. 80 slash 320. Okay, gotcha. Just like 83. <laughs> 83. 83 and a half. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from here we've got... Oh, yeah, they're just in range. Okay. Um, yep, you can I get will... to one of these spots. Yeah. I will have... Is it is it 20 feet of movement to climb up the ladder? Yes. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, so he can make it to here. I'll have him move up there. Uh was my guard not full health before? Did he get hit at some point? Nope. Oh, yeah, these are the ones that um, they were pre-marked. Oh, I, I, I just, I just, okay. Yeah. Um, the only one that's I will have full him. health is Dawn. No, it's Hex. It's mine. Oh, is it Hex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine. Oh, yeah, mine's I'm probably. I'm, I'm probably thinking the of the out, one so that I can't see very well. I probably got it mixed up with the one that stayed out on the bridge. Uh, I will have him fire his heavy crossbow at uh, this guy here that is engaging me. Okay because I don't trust him to actually hit Massimo. Oh, well, I should have shot at Massimo. That's should've an 18. An 18, four uh, piercing four damage. Piercing. Yes. Uh, crossbow bolt coming in, strike at the bandit that you are doing combat with. A glance over, you see Saber with this heavy crossbow of yours. Um, he hits this, uh, this, this bandit, the crossbow bolt hitting him in the back of the shoulder and he stumbles a little forward, but the bandit kind of shrugs it off. He's still standing, but he doesn't look too great um if you three want to move in fact on the guards turn you can move your characters at the same time just to save time if you want if all three of you want to move your guards into position you can move them up on the roof um or move them further in if you want uh if you move a guard up onto the roof you can put this one here if that's what you were going to do with dawn whoever's in charge of dawn uh brian i believe yeah i'm in charge of dawn um dawn can reach either of these spaces as well i'm counting it right they have the option of using a spear in melee range or a uh, short bow. Remember, only Saber has the heavy crossbow. Mm-hmm. And let's go um, clockwise again. Let's go with Hex first. What is Hex doing? Uh, Hex is going to... He's going to throw his spear at the bandit in front. Oh, all right. It's an 11. 
and 11 against a bandit is just a miss the uh the bandit kind of just avoids this by pure luck this spear <laughs> launches over the top of one of his shoulders as he's fighting with the guard he glances back to see what's going on and sees hex running in um that is the end of hex's turn hex also doesn't have a spear by the way now for the next turn yeah all right uh, so remember that, because I won't. It was calculated. <laughs> All right. Dawn, Dawn's turn. Dawn uh, is going to take a shot at mm, Massimo. At Massimo. Shortbow. Shortbow oh. on a three. Wow. Dawn, kind Ooh. of shaky, hasn't used a, sh <laughs> a shortbow since training. Uh, <laughs> she lifts her bow up, aims and fires this this arrow it, Got it, it flies very high up above the uh the thing you see her shaking off the fear the chaos the Whoops. the terror of everything that's happening around her the dead bodies the, the city that they were um charged with defending and uh you miss that shot which brings us mm -hmm. to the last one which i think is nemo yes yes nemo he climbs up on the roof, and Merlin, without saying a word, he just looks to, to Nemo and uh, points at the bandit that is uh, got eyes on us on the roof. So yes. he'll use a short bow. On this one, yeah? Yeah. Oh, 13. 13 is a hit. <gasps> oh, yes, yeah. so you just click on the word attack, and that will be the damage. Two piercing. Two piercing damage. <laughs> These uh, guards are terrible at <laughs> rolling damage. The short bow. <laughs> flies up and Soft the uh, the bandit that begins moving over to where you are suddenly takes an arrow um you see that it doesn't bury too deep into the armor that he's wearing and he um doesn't look too pleased with the uh with uh young nemo there as he moves to the edge uh let me see if he can make out what massimo's orders were because he's not hyper intelligent he's gonna fire uh back at nemo no <gasps> Um, with his light crossbow. An 18 is oh, a hit no. on wow. Nemo. Okay. Nemo <laughs> takes two piercing damage. No. I will uh, I will bring Nemo to the front as well so you can see his health bar. <laughs> All of these bow shots have rolled once. <laughs> uh, the next bandit to move into position will be the one above where you are, Will. Um, he is going to attack fire with a light crossbow. Wow, natural 25 from this bandit. As um, fire, you kind of um, uh, begin maneuvering around the one uh, the one bandit that you're aiming with your daggers when suddenly you are hit uh, in the top of your um, shoulder area, whatever that part between the fleshy part is, with a horrible attack, this crossbow bolt that strikes perfectly between your neck and shoulder and deals 11 piercing damage. Um, um, I'm not sure if you meant to roll for Massimo there, but you oh, did. Oh, I did, yes. Hang on, I can reduce the roll. <gasps> by, by two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on that 20, it's a nat 20, but the damage would be a little less, I think. Yes, it would be nine Ooh. piercing damage instead. It hurts really bad, and then I realized maybe I was overreacting a little bit. <laughs> ah, <laughs> like, oh, uh, I thought the boss shot ooh. me. Oh, it's just so guard. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to do a mass amount of rolls now for the, uh, the guards. So, actually, this one's on you, Will. A 20 against your uh, buff AC. Breaks it. Six slashing damage. This guy who is rushing at you suddenly with his scimitar. Um, roll me a constitution saving throw as well. I believe you have to beat a 10. A 15 yes. will keep you my spell up. Maintain your spell, but you take six slashing damage as this bandit wounded wildly flails at you then the bandit south of him is going to attack uh the guard that's standing next to you as well wow i have so many things open here an 18 and hit the guard for six slashing damage uh then two bandits are attacking the guard on your left uh surrounded by his fallen comrades as well uh, one, two. Uh, I think those are both misses. He's killing it. The um, next guard is the one up here by himself. Uh, 15 is a hit on him as he takes six slashing damage as well. And then finally, the guy that's getting a promotion at the end of all of this, uh, fighting with the other guy. This bandit rolls and yeah, he can't hit this guy. This guy's awesome. Uh, bringing <laughs> us back around to the start with you, Will. Uh, I will try to finish this guy that I'm currently fighting with a longsword strike. That is a 12. 12 is a hit. And he is absolutely dead. Yes, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Nothing flashy because Will's in a hurry. Just straight runs him through and then keeps moving. All right. Keep moving. Uh, I have line of sight on Massimo, correct? I can see him right here Look, because he just shot at us, right? Mm. Like he just shot at me with a crossbow and hasn't moved, so I would still be able to see him, right? All right. I'll allow it. Um... I want to look up at him, and I will activate my bonus action, Vow of Enmity. Okay. Effectively, the you're going to die skill. Yes. So, right. yes, I'm 100% doing that. I, I'm scared to use sound effects, because apparently when I did this in the pre-show, it blew up everyone's eardrums. Do but it, coward. Do it, coward. <laughs> I'll turn you All down. Right, well, it's a volume warning. Um, well, actually, I'm going to look up at him and yell first. I'm going to just say... Um, Back in? Question mark. The uh, the figure looking over the edge shouts back down to you. How you know that name? Um, <laughs> Will's actually going to interpret that as a yes. Yeah. And he's going to look right back up at him and say, "You're a dead man walking." And it is. 100% obvious that the threat was not just a threat. There was magic involved. And then 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I will end right at the base of this ladder. The uh, figure kind of shakes his head a little bit at the weird um, magic thing that happens and then turns to the bandit next to him. <laughs> they just laugh. Uh, this is another soldier trying to kill him. What are you to him? Fire, your turn. I'm hurting. Um, can I see, what can I see if I look up at the bandit and Massimo? 
you can see like can I... the uh yeah like you can see the the tops of their heads they are essentially in like quarter cover okay so i have a question then about my skill that i have what's your skill my skill that i have is misty step um but it has to be an unoccupied space that I can see, but I don't know if I can see any unoccupied space up there, like the angle of the roof. I can't tell. It's 40 feet up, though. Is the range on that 30? Oh, it's 30. Shit. That would be so awkward. You could get, just... you could get... <laughs> Maybe you could wall run up a few feet like Prince oh, of Persia and then miss the rest of the way. I will fucking completely allow it if you don't fuck up a dexterity save. Oh my god, please. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna grab my shoulder, and just go. Will I'm about to do something crazy. <laughs> Be careful going in before me. <laughs> okay. Around the corner. Uh, so you run ten feet up the wall. Yeah. And then attempt to misty step. So roll me a dexterity, uh, saving throw. If you roll under a, what would it be for you? Uh, we'll say a 10. You're gonna fuck it up. Come on. Please, 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 please. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Bro, do whatever you wanna do. Tell wanna me how you oh do god. it. And place yourself wherever you want on the top. Okay. So <laughs> what I do. Ever, yeah. <laughs> I fucking matrix run i do like the side wall run and then i just put my arm up and point at him and i'm just i want to be right fucking behind him yep Sick. can i shove him please you absolutely may try to <laughs> shove him i want to sh i just want to go hi there and try to shove him as hard as i fucking can off the roof okay now a shove is that you use your attack action uh to push them five feet away from you so you need to make a an athletics check versus mm. his i will oh, no. roll okay. his oh. first and see what his you athletics is a disadvantage from uh from fix hexing his strength oh you gotta be a 13. Uh, i believe in you i please, believe in you please Please, please, please. Yes! Oh, Later, is. nerd. Is this, so this is... Fuck uh, you, buddy. This is, uh, this, this, is the, this is Sparta moment. As yes. you run up this wall, you vanish, you appear behind him, and then you just push him. Um, he, <laughs> completely overwhelmed by shock, turns around, is hit, stumbles the... the um, edge of the watchtower breaks as he falls through the uh the like the balustrade and then falls down so this will be um i think 4d6 as he falls 40 feet um so if you want to roll me 4d6 as massimo <laughs> is going to fall off of this edge <laughs> and take 14 
damage. Um, he will be prone at the bottom, but the thing with Massimo is he's a fucking beast. So mm -hmm. <laughs> he, as he's falling, he turns up, he hits the side of this thing, puts an arm out, grabs at the uh, the roof tiles to slow his fall, falls off of the edge of it. There is a, a an overhang that he grabs onto, which doesn't really do much it breaks under his his hands but slows his fall a little bit and then mm -hmm. hits the ground below with a grunt he rolls over he's currently prone um splayed and roll me a let me just see here uh roll me a d one two three please and this is to determine which weapon he loses on the fall Ooh. I'm frightened. Oh, you take his melee weapon away. This is going to be fun. <laughs> One. Uh, you did it. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the the sword that he was carrying um, falls off of the roof with him. It 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 is launched um, into the burning building in, ahead of him as it hits the ground. Dings, ding, flies off, hits the building and is lost into this flaming building as he falls forward you see a few daggers fall off of him the light crossbow spins away from him as he uh brings himself to a stop he looks like he's pretty banged up but he is beginning to stand back up again after your flourish here what uh do you do next or i guess you can't really do anything next you just i just wanted to yell out if i could to will <laughs> and just go uh I, he's down there now Oh god, I was gonna do that! <laughs> well, I got here first! Thank you! He, he is, yep. uh, like, attempting to stand up, and you see this very large, uh, human man say, oh, You will pay for that, Shadow Elf! <sighs> and that brings us to Merlin's turn. Merlin's jaw is still hanging at the <laughs> awesomeness that was all of the gods are oh like <laughs> that was <laughs> by the way that moment in a knight's tale where he goes and then everyone goes is what happens around you merlin as you begin doing whatever you're doing what, do you, what would you oh like this this mud mother fudger is is prone i'm gonna firebolt his ass actually him being prone makes him harder yeah. to hit at range Oh, really? Yes. Do you remember when oh, you were tactically what? prone in that other thing? Which one of you was it at Will's oh, command? He told you to get me. down. So laying down makes you harder to hit at range, but way easier to hit at melee. Dang it. You might if he were right in front of you, you'd have advantage. Hmm. I just point to the roof. The Yeah, no, there's the, the still the bandit on the roof. Okay, I'll, I'll get his buddy instead. The one closest to the edge on the roof. The bandit on the roof, of course, is yeah. a famous bardic tale from Bo Bobo. Uh, 14. Very similar to the Fiddler. On, oh, okay, 14 is absolutely <laughs> a hit uh, on All this right. bandit. Give me the damage. Five. Five fire damage. How do you kill him? Woo! Oh, well, he's uh, uh, rubbing his hands together and in a Kamehameha-like stance, he just fires a fireball right at this guy. Yeah, and it hits the guy. You see him spun by the fireball. It ignites his armor and he falls also from the roof. <laughs> landing in a pile of dead bandit at the bottom of the watchtower there. Do you want to do any movement? You don't have to roll for anything, but you only have uh, half of your movement if you want to move around on the roof. Mm, I think I'm good for now. Okay. Uh, actually brings us to Massimo. Is a terrible shame. 
It would have been nice for Will to run over and just drive a sword through his neck. Alas. <laughs> if I could have got to him while he was prone. Yeah, it would have been nice. Too perfect. <laughs> uh, Massimo, still hexed, but uh, no longer prone, stands up, grabbing at his weapons. Um, I don't know if he is going to be super aware of anything. He looks up at, at um, fire. Uh, now, let me just see one thing. This is... Uh, they're not in range. Okay. Uh, he's going to run over to this guy. Or he's going to bowl over to this guy in that like menacing um, large man with um daggers away and he's gonna make two dagger attacks i guess against this god a 20 and an 11 one hits one deals five. Oh, he kills him uh yeah he he runs over to the guard the guard kind of turning around you see uh massimo flip flick a dagger in into the air and then run as the guard kind of natural instinct to look up happens he runs the dagger up into the underside of his jaw pulling it free the dagger lands he catches it in his hand and the guard dies um massimo looks at the uh the bandit that was fighting him and says kill elf and that brings us to all of these guards turns here i'm gonna roll through them while fix tells me what she does nice um Yeah, I'm going to move to the other side of the roof here, and then I'm going to fire an Eldritch Blast at the other bandit on the roof. Yes, give me the attack roll, please. 16. Uh, this guy is... Uh, 16 is a hit. Lipbub. 7 damage. 7 damage to this one who... Did someone hit him with a thing before, or did I screw up? I think I screwed up. Um, seven damage. He is hit by this Eldritch Blast, and he takes seven damage. He's uh pretty upset, but not dead. And the guards continue to fight. Two, two of them actually killing two of the bandits around them. Um, as Fix fires an Eldritch Blast across the rooftops up to the watchtower, past fire hitting the one next to him. Are you moving or anything, Fix? Uh, I moved to the other side of the roof, but that's it. All right. Now this brings us to Saber and the uh, the accompanying guards that you have. Saber first. Which is your one fair line. Oh, uh, right. Your guard. <laughs> that's right. Yes, it is my guard's turn. He will fire at... Uh, which guard was it that just got hit by the Eldritch Blast? Or which bandit just took that Eldritch Blast? The one next to fire. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he took a magic he, missile. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did two damage. Yeah. So oh, he does take damage on him. Yeah, sorry. Uh, two damage. He would up. still be alive, but yeah, that was. Yep. My my guard will attempt to back up fire with a heavy crossbow shot. Only a five though. Only a five. <laughs> the crossbow uh, bolt hitting the side of the watchtower. That brings us to the next one, which is Dawn, trying to aim the crossbow, and he's just like. God, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it's totally distracted. Done. We'll try to do the same thing. Hit that bandit with the short bow. Go for it. 
Same <laughs> thing. Hits the side of the uh, the watchtower. Uh, Nemo. Nemo is going to do the same with oh. his short bow. Oh, like, try and get that, that sucker. Come on, Nemo. Based on yes! yes. Uh, yes. Roll the damage. I think you... Five. Yes. Easy kill. The arrow flies in past you. Um, fire's just standing there, like, waiting <laughs> to kill this guy, flicking a dagger up as one crossbow mm -hmm. bolt hits. The next one gets a little closer. I'm like, huh? And then the next one takes the guy out, and his body <laughs> crumples, and he falls off the roof, hitting the ground. Thank you. Uh, yes. The, uh, the, um, three on the roof of your guard companions finally hitting their target, leaving us with Hex, the final guard. Uh, Hex will take a short bow shot at the one he tried to hit with the spear. Yes. 13. 13 is a hit. How do I roll damage? Actually, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he has one HP, so it kills him Woo! either way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then he's going to run over and retrieve his spear. Yes. All right. He meets up with this other guard, and uh, this guard is now clear of uh, what he was doing and things and stuff. This brings us to the bandits, uh, I will roll, um, one bandit is going to rush towards you, Will, because he's been ordered to run after, um, after fire, but all he's really going to do is get to you, and that's it. The next bandit over here will attempt to kill his guard, and a scimitar attack of six, he's going to miss, and then the final bandit is the one up here fighting his guard. A scimitar attack of 19. He's going to kill this guy. Yes, this guard actually dies uh, after having just killed one. The guard up top is hit with the scimitar, and that guard loses his skirmish with his two bandits, bringing us back around to Will. What would you like to do? Okay. Has this guard in front of me taken damage yet? I, I can't remember with all the dice we've rolled. Uh, he took damage from the previous guard. He's looking about... He's looking pre pretty bad up. Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, since no one else really has a shot on him, I will try to finish this guy before moving up. And that is an 18 with 7 slashing. Yep. Another run through, I'm guessing, as you quickly dispatch with this bandit. I think this guy gets clotheslined WWE style because he's trying to run up to get to fire. Just take yep. him, take his dome off as he runs by. Okay, out of nowhere. And then... You want to move? Uh, and then I will move. Um, how far is he? Uh... Yeah, what the heck. I'm going to move up as far as I can. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I was sitting here like, what would be the most tactical? Actually, Will would be bum-rushing this guy in a blind rage, so <laughs> he would be right here. And All right, now my you're turn there. very close to Massimo. He can see you, and he says, Ah, so you're the ones the wizard was speaking about. Oh. Who are you? Mm, I am Massimo, leader of Leon Viperum. Why you not join me, good fighter? You used to fight for king. How do you know? The way you fight, I was trained same. And uh, you have a particular emblem on shield. Why you fight for this bastard king? He, uh, he not care about you. I'm sorry, did you say you were trained to fight for the king? Duh. When? Many years ago, 
I am young, but not that young. And you've resorted to this? Resorted to what? I am a king. Murder, on robbery. <laughs> yeah. Look around you. You're a traitor. You're an oath breaker. <laughs> a death sentence is too good for you. Come then and try to deliver your sentence, little man. Fire, your turn. Uh, did I hear that? Mm, probably. You caught the gist of it as these two are trudging towards each other. I probably just look like, oh shit, uh oh, um, <laughs> and I'm just gonna take, I'm gonna step up and take a shot at him with Majorbo. Do right. I have disadvantage? Um, why would you have disadvantage? Because I'm up high, I don't know. No, you have advantage. Oh, do I? <laughs> oh no. I just feel totally like I did so much back. cool stuff. You could totally I'm step back and hide. And then attack with advantage every turn. Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm cheesy. No! I <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, do I get sneak attack now? Because he knows I'm here, right? Uh, and he Will knows is... you're there, but you get. Uh, oh yeah, no, you don't have sneak. Oh no, you get it because you have advantage. Oh, duh. Okay. Duh. Oh, there you go. 12, an arrow comes in and it hits Massimo from, from above. You see him kind of moving towards Will and this arrow strikes Massimo's armor. He's well armored, thick looking, boiled leathers and uh, uh, underneath it you can see that there is uh, uh, varying parts of him that are chain mailed. His, his legs and his boots uh, are scale mailed. He's left his upper torso slightly more flexible um the arrow strikes him and he glances up at you and growls and continues to move forward but he's got a couple of wounds on him now he's not looking uh strong even he, he's he's got a good poker face but he's bleeding and bruised and broken in places and Can... yep what do you want to do next that was my well i was gonna see if i could try to pull the ladder up but i think that's probably a full action Yes, it will be full action to do that. All right, I'll just step back and hide then. Okay, Merlin. All right, I'm going to take a, a, a step closer right behind Saber, and I'm going to cast Fireball right in between his legs, and I'm going to strike Massimo. Okay. Is this with advantage since I'm up as well? Uh, Yes, it is. Yes. Boom. 19 is a hit. Eight. Eight. Fire damage to Massimo. Uh, he's moving towards you, Will, and a fireball hits him. You see him kind of, uh, once again, struck as he stumbles forward, being hit by the, uh, the fire uh, bolt, and he says to you, Will, This is how you fight, huh? You'll need to soften me up. Ah, weak. Weak as I expected. Just gonna look at all of his dead friends. Yeah. Don't complain because your men are inferior. 
Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. Massimo is going to move towards you, Will. Um, let's see here. So... All right. One uh, dagger flashes out as he steps towards you. Suddenly he moves a little quicker and a dagger flashes out towards you on a natural one. Let's see what happens. Roll me a d20, please. Uh, Fairlight. That is a 16 on the critical fail. And roll me an insight check as well. Uh, okay. Insight is an eight. Uh, an eight. You um, you can tell he's injured in some way. Um, he seems winded. Um, the um, while he flashed the dagger, he was doing a something else. Let me just roll this like this. Another natural one. Never mind. Something else was happening, but he is. Uh, as he moves towards you and you and you see him and you're close enough to him you can tell that he is winded um, and he is in bad shape you get the sense that something in him is broken from probably the fall and this is all a big poker face he is barely standing really um, it's not necessarily from uh, the amount of HP he has left but he's at the moment messed up in some way and he moves towards you flashes a dagger out and then you see it just a second as he holds he brings the dagger back you can tell that he is very badly hurt and borderline unable to fight fix your turn okay. and he only he only swings once he swings once but he was doing something else uh but on an eight you didn't see what he was doing okay uh, I crouch up on the top of the roof and I'm gonna uh, fire Eldritch Blast at Mesimo as well as I've seen everyone wrong. else. Yes, advantage, advantage as well. 21. 21's a hit. That's 11 and then the hex damage, which is 1d6, 4 necrotic. 4 necrotic damage as well. And yes, he, he flicks this dagger at you and then is struck by another thing behind him. And you see him kind of grunt. He spits up some blood that runs down his chin, but he smiles down at you. He's very tall. He's a human, but he looks like a giant. Um, the Sabres turn. They're now called the Sabres, uh, the group. Starting with Saber. What are they doing? Okay. Uh, he's gonna try and assist our other guard, but he's out of reach, so we'll fire the heavy crossbow at Massimo. Focus fire. Nine. Uh, a nine. Launches over the top. Uh, actually, no, he has advantage. It's a 19. It hits hits him. Do I have advantage just from being elevated? Is that like a house rule we're using? Maybe. Okay, sick. I'll take a 19. Okay. Uh, which gives me... 10 piercing damage from from the NPC. Yeah. Let's go. Are the other guards firing their short bows? Because you can all roll at once if you're just doing the same thing. What's the range on it? The short bows range was 80, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are you aiming yeah, at this one instead? Same. Yeah, I'm firing at one of them. Okay. 
Mule, your attack rolls as the guards. Yeah, I'll I'll go for the other bandit on top as well. With right. a short bow. 16 Ugh. from Dawn. A 15 from Hex and a nine from nemo so dawn hits and uh hex hits an arrow striking massimo and another arrow actually taking out the other bandit that Ooh. was still standing over here the injured bandit is hit and taken finished by um by hex here and that is uh Another, what was it, six damage to Massimo. Another arrow in him. He's got crossbow bolts in him. He's got arrows in him. Uh, he's bruised. He's broken. There are splinters. His fingers look, several of them look broken from the fall as he was gripping onto things. Uh, he's standing heavy breathing in front of you, Will. The uh, final bandit that's standing... He's going to try and kill the guard he's in front of. He doesn't. The guard actually didn't get his turn. Let me see if I can kill this bandit right now. Ooh. He wins. Wow, this guard wins his skirmish as well over here. He, <laughs> did he just win a 1v2? He did, yes. Um, that guard is insane. <laughs> that guard's awesome. And John Wick, the town guard. Yeah, we're going to call that one John. And then... Uh, in front of you, Will, is is Massimo. He is breathing hard. Uh, you get the sense that um, he is broken and he is uh, standing in front of you with, with daggers in each hand, kind of breathing and just looking at you. Blood running down his chin as you walk up to him. What do you want to do? I'm going to drop my shield on the ground so I can swing with both hands and attempt to end his miserable existence. All right, give me the attack roll. Uh-huh. That is a natural 20. <laughs> How do you guys do this? And, so it's like the fourth time you've done this in the campaign. And, and even though it's probably entirely unnecessary, there is no chance whatsoever that Will doesn't smite <laughs> on this swing. So I'm going to smite him too, even if it's not necessary. Yes. Um... Yeah, so that's going to be 17 from the sword. And then it's going to be uh, 14 from... So it would be 31 damage total. 41 damage total. Uh, 31, I think. 17, 27. Yeah, 31 damage total. 31 damage total. As you're walking up to him and you drop the shield, he looks down at you and says, You are too late. Mackin killed my teacher. Darrow killed my lady. But you betrayed my entire country. You're a coward, a deserter, a traitor, and an oathbreaker! And then smite him on the head. Yeah, like how do you, do you split his head into here? Is this... I want to split him open from his brow to his balls, straight down the middle. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what natural 20s do. And you end the combat by splitting Massimo in two. He is so beaten up by the joint effort from everyone already. It takes nothing for you. He doesn't actually even react. You get the sense that he 
can't really even lift his arms anymore and you get this just absolute epic kill as you bring this thing down with the smite as well splitting this person in two there is a uh a thunderous kind of um uh chime as the rupturing of this person uh as this smite goes off and the do we need a smite sound Brad? Do we give need me one sound? have you got one We got a smite sound. Ends the combat. <laughs> the uh, guards standing around you, the ones that have survived, the ones that were following you, uh, looking on. You have John uh, over here who is kind of stumbles backwards and looks over to the guard tower. You have the other guard who was getting a promotion at the end of it, um, uh, looking around him wildly at what's happening as you four have appeared. And... That is where we're going to end our session today. Oh my God. Congratulations on the uh, the two wins in the combat, with, and and what I should say is two successes, really, because there were fail states, and you know you you could have lost more of the guards in the first one and brought less of them along and stuff like that. Um, there is a flow chart. That I had to make. I actually had to make a flow chart for this, for the varying <laughs> options and splits and stuff that could possibly happen as you approach this uh, this battle and uh, the the siege in general and what's going on and um, the secret countdown clock is ticking as well um, as oh, no. you guys are maneuvering through this town. We'll find out what you guys do next time. But for now, we're going to do a round of shout-outs, find that. out what you guys uh, are doing in the week, and uh, we're going to get out of here. Um, first of all, let's start with the Smitening Smitener. Where can people find you, Mr. Smite? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore Excalibur, and surprisingly... Uh, my name's not actually Smite. Uh, <laughs> I played so you will be playing Will Smite the Paladin. Week. <laughs> no. uh, I did enjoy that game back when it first came out, um, but yeah, no, uh, lately I've actually been, honestly, I've been bouncing between every different game lately, so I haven't really had one, uh, but I'll be playing D&D Dark Alliance when that comes out next week. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at FairlightEX, and yeah, this was, I have been, yeah, looking forward to smiting this guy since we started. I wasn't expecting to find him so soon. Um... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised uh, to find him here before. I figured we'd like kill his minions, you know, and then get to the leader. But finding him here—that's very just, possible that's just... to do that, by the way. Based on <laughs> if this was just the choice that you made, uh, based on the choice you made, um, his varying minions are in varying places across the town, and uh, yeah, the options that you presented yourself with were Massimo and the uh, the tiefling uh, caster that was on the other side. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was one of the, the things I, I was curious as well. I thought if he comes here, um, is like, it's almost like impossible for Will not to go after the, the leader, but yeah, he was, uh, he was actually really tough to beat, but you just obliterated him. Um, I mean, the epic push off the side, um, uh, which disarmed him. Um, he has a move which allows him to disarm you. 
which is what he rolled for and rolled a one on. So he can actually disarm you. Um, and uh, yeah, he's got all these like tricks. He's got some other stuff that was just useless to him in this fight. He can actually order people to um, attack and move them off their turn and stuff like that. But he didn't get to do any of it. He just obliterated his whole plan. And he was the tactician. So you just came in and he underestimated his foes. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how it is sometimes, even though it seems like he was maybe somewhat expecting you. Um, he told you you were too late, but you know, you, in terms of him, you just obliterated him, uh, which was interesting. Attacked, attacked twice, can disarm and order other people around. He was a level five battle master, Brad. I know what you, I see what you're doing over there. I see what you're doing over there, Brad. It was something. Uh, he was something. That's for sure. Um, anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for running the session, Brand. Had a blast. Yes. Um, what about Fix, who also had a tough moment? Fix was here. <laughs> That's about all I can say, really. Um, yeah, I was mad at myself actually because I was like, shit, I should have hexed the other bandits because then I would have actually got something out of it instead of. I didn't realize that he'd be so chunky. So. That's my bad, really. Of course he'll be chunky. He's the big bad guy. He's gonna be... Well, yeah, so Final you did roll. contribute, though, because without your hex, the fire he might have still struggled. Actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that roll, if we scroll up? Um, I think you would have still got it, because you had... I think she rolled pretty high, right? Fire's athletics. Yeah. Check. 22. Oh, she oh, probably had it regardless. So she was good either way, I think, yeah. <laughs> I was, if, if she hadn't got up there first, I was 100% looking to run up and thunderous smite him off the roof because yeah. that, that has a 10-foot knockback. I was going to go for the same thing. Yeah. I didn't realize we had advantage from the roof, so I was like, ah, oh, hmm. So yeah, the, the point of this was that him and his boys had advantage, and I think I forgot, yeah. so that helped you as well. Um, I was just trying to play with elevation on this one for this yeah, battle cool. map. Um, I, I like, so I like to try and do different things with the battle maps, especially on set pieces that are like this and not just random encounters. Um, so this one was my elevation. Have fun with elevation. You could all put, potentially have also used the fire um, around you. Um, I wondered if you'd get into a, a, a bit of a skirmish up here on top. I didn't know how you guys would approach it, obviously. But mm -hmm. you could potentially have used the fire here or pushed them into the fire and things like that. So... I don't, um, I don't always put things there on purpose, but sometimes I do put things there. Um, and if you see it, you can potentially use it. I also had ready and prepared to go um, on the GM layer. If I come over here, hold on a second, and then send it to the map layer or the token layer, a ladder that you oh. uh, you would have potentially Ooh. been able to bring over and and uh, and use uh, to your own advantage. So you could have brought the ladders with you and used them. Entirely, like, you know, this is my GM brain trying to yeah. preempt as much as I can, but also give you things to potentially play with. Yeah, um, so Brad says not... the maps aren't literal until they are literal. Yeah. I mean, like, one for one for your eyes. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it doesn't... You have to kind of yeah. theater of the mind some of the stuff, but in battle, the battles and battle maps and battle rules, I try to be a lot more literal and stick to the rules because otherwise it's just unfair. Uh, you know, as a GM, it's not fun when I'm suddenly like, well, I've decided it has 10 more HP now, or, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. I've decided I win. <laughs> or it doesn't have this, or suddenly I've changed a rule, or although I do have certain homebrew rules, I try to keep 
within the constraints of uh, the actual rules for combat because otherwise we get into a thing where I murder Fix and then everyone's complaining that I twisted the rules at the last minute or I didn't mm -hmm. do this or I didn't do that. So, um, yeah. Well. But I mean, like, generally speaking, if you see stuff and you want to be creative, it, it, it doesn't always have to be I fire my short bow if you don't want it to. I also, I, in my head, I was like, I wonder if they'll command the guards to, like, run around with the ladder and... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what cool. I was thinking, but yeah. Uh, I was thinking, we... like, oh, I might go to the edge of this roof and misty step over if they were in trouble. So I was like, yeah, I was making sure cool. I was lined up to do that kind of thing. But, yeah, we had um, a full misty step. We'd have been a double it. misty step. Yeah. Um, <gasps> but yeah, the, oh, um, all of your stuff that you do and however it comes out is how it comes out. I don't plan for any of it. I just like to put things in. And if you fuck with it, then you fuck with it. Um, but yeah, this one mainly I kind of wanted to do something with elevation here. Uh, yeah. Where you have this main central watchtower that's been overtaken by them. And you just nailed it, really. I mean, you ran in, you succeeded on jumping all the way up a 40 foot tower and then succeeded <laughs> on kicking the main dude off of it and brought him down out of range from any advantage that he does have um and you messed him up it's completely messed oh, him there up there needs to be fan art of that because that was so oh my cool. god this is spot so cool. i can see like a silhouetted version like a like a poster just a, yeah. a, a watchtower and then just a, a two People with being, yeah, spotted yeah. off the edge. Like a, a little question mark over his head as he's like, how did you, ah, the <laughs> yeah, off yeah. the tower. What the fuck? Boom. Mm -hmm. uh, very good. Anyway, yeah, sorry, um, Leah, you were saying stuff, I think. Uh, um, yeah, I, I stream on Switch every day. Twitch.tv forward slash Leah. <laughs> Leah was on a plane today, by the way, guys. Just bear in mind that she yes. arrived 20 minutes before the session from another country. <laughs> Um, I'm going to sleep so hard after this. Yes. <laughs> um, dedication right there. Yes, mm -hmm. dedication. What about you, Merlane? <laughs> I can speak. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm Dispiarex. I played Merlin Puck for you today. Oh, my God. Freaking the teamwork today was insane. Well done, everyone. And, of course, together. Brad, thank you so much. This was a great sesh. Thank, thanks for coming out to, to watch everyone. Yeah, you can find me here, Twitch, Twitter. Disby yeah, and that's it. And at Disby's house, which is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hasn't she just given her a real address? Oh, yeah. I, I live at 145 Disby Road. Uh, Disby Road, yeah. I imagine Disby one, two, does three, live Disby like Road. in a, in one, two, three Disby Road. If Disby was like, mm -hmm. oh, dude, I live in a lamp. I'd be like, yes. Yeah. If Disby yes, was like, do. if Disby was like, I live in a shoe. I live in, in a, a shoe, yes. in a in a grove <laughs> in what looked in like a fantasy. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah. I live in a giant mushroom. Exactly, <laughs> I would believe it fully. Streaming, you know, like it's all fantasy. Mm -hmm. It yes, zooms into the shoe, and she's there with like a full setup. Um. All right. What about you, Bry? Mm, you can find me brutal Bree everywhere. Today was so fucking cool, Brad. <laughs> I love it so much. There were so many parts that reminded me of Final Fantasy IX, which is my favorite game of all time, and I was very happy, and I was gonna be like, uh, can I go check by the ladder to see if there's hidden gold? Because uh, when, you, <laughs> when you go up on the rooftops in Final Fantasy IX, there's gold sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> I can't believe I fucking rolled that. Oh my god. I was so nervous. I'm like, this is gonna go really badly if I don't manage to do this. And then I did, the, it was so cool. The epic moments in this yes. were awesome. 
Um, uh, anyway, I've been playing Ark. I've been uh, role playing Cooter O'Doul. Okay. <laughs> Very what? I can't say Cooter O'Doul on here. You say it to me, I'm English. It doesn't mean anything to me. Okay, that's his name. I'm sorry that you're making fun of his name. He was given that's his birth name. All right, it's fine. But yeah, I've been playing Cooter O'Doul, <laughs> Brian. I've been playing Cooter. <laughs> in uh arc and it's been super fun and ridiculous absolutely ridiculous so if you're into and also miss light after dusk tomorrow yes yes maybe special guest dishes i might have tomorrow i think we're overdue for like a you know as much of us as possible round round table i think would be fun are all three of you on as guests for it tomorrow is that what's happening oh wait we might be doing that horrible thing where you're roped in live to a thing (laughs) yeah that's what you're doing i think i am but i couldn't i couldn't remember if you'd planned it for last week and then everything went wrong with scheduling but yeah uh, and then i'm doing that thing where someone's like hey you want to be on my podcast and you're like ah yeah (laughs) you're gonna be on the show right everyone (laughs) i was ahead and volunteer Uh, I'll volunteer in advance so you don't have to put me on the spot. Thanks, Fairlight. Fairlight at least will be there. Fairlight at least will be there. And me and Disby will be playing... Um, we will be Hot playing thing? Streets of Rage quietly. They will dodge it entirely. We've got better things to do, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We're going to go... Yeah, and, I'm sure. We're going to go and visit a shoe salesman. I'm going to go rub some lamps. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um, yes, yeah, so check out that Miss Light After Dusk tomorrow. It's on uh, Bree's channel, which uh, all the links to everybody's channel is below the stream or uh, running alongside in the chat. Or if you're on YouTube or in the future watching VODs, you should be able to find links in varying descriptions and things and such. Um, and check out Brad. Everybody check out Brad. Yeah, check out Brad. Give uh, him yeah, love. I don't know. Uh, no, no. Um, and uh, I wanted to quickly show some fan art because there was some sick one. Like, there's been so much good fan <gasps> yes. art, and I struggled to pick mm-hmm. two a lot of the time. But let me just quickly show you these two. One of them was absolutely unbelievable. It looks like I commissioned it. Yeah. Um, we had the uh, the first piece on the left, which was posted by someone called Alec, oh my but it God. also just says uh, at Kara's Alexandra um, on Twitter. So I just left that one unlabeled because it's on the bottom. It's so good. Uh, it's like, that's amazing. How did I so miss amazing. this one? I cried. Right, dude, it is <laughs> crazy, it. Everyone, crazy yeah. good. So thank you, you for that. It's it. so good. And uh, we have another one from Inorganic Phosphate of the... Uh, it was <laughs> so... Phosphate wrote, uh, wrote the title of this as Ugly Chicken. <laughs> no, it's not the cockatrice covered in the uh, in the leeches. It's just called Ugly Chicken. That's the name mm-hmm. of the piece. Uh, so thank you for the fan art. There's also a bunch of them in there. Vexage, I know you've been posting a bunch as well, and I do see them and love them, and uh, yeah. there's just not much room on the Every thing. time I see them, I cry. It's so yeah. good. I'm so, so good. So is the Ugly Chicken from an episode, or is this just yeah, like... Yeah, it was the cockatrice just need- that was covered in the leeches. You remember? Yeah, oh, okay. In the mist. Yeah. Um, technically, it was the thing a that jumped out of the bush. Yes. Well, because you said this isn't a cockatrice, so I, for a second I was. Oh no! I was wondering. It was, is, but he didn't for a label second, it. I was, wonder, I was wondering if you meant like, oh, that's the thing from the episode, or if we just really needed some ugly chicken. In addition, <laughs> yeah. In addition to the cockatrice, have an ugly chicken. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just labeled ugly chicken, which uh, gave me a laugh. So, um, yeah, thank you for all the fan arts and people. Uh, we have the Inquisition, which are the people that are in the uh, in the Discord channel for Miss Light. 
theory crafting every week breaking down the teasers and and the episodes and then going absolutely insane during uh after dusk every week as well i really do put a lot of secrets and easter eggs and things in there for all of you theory crafters just so you have something to pick apart and you've missed so many so uh, i just want you to just want you to know there's so many little things that i can't wait to reveal to you all um, so I do see you in there and I don't reply and stuff because I know I'm going to give it away. I'll be like, well, technically it's not that because... And then I'll be like, oh, Arias is an alien. Um, and, I knew it. Uh, I gosh, knew it. Gosh darn it. What if, he's, what if he's an ugly chicken? What if he's an ugly chicken <laughs> under the robe? He's an ugly chicken shapeshifter. <laughs> uh, all right, I got to go because I've got some uh, post-surgery rats to go and look at um, mm-hmm. all night. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I wish. And he's taking no care of his pets. And I'm looking out of the pets. Uh, no actual uh, three rats that had surgeries this week. And so you have to watch them all the time or they eat their own intestines and it's a nightmare to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yes, next week we will continue. You still have the back end of this uh, siege and what you end up getting up to next week. Um, I will say this though, that based on the um, decisions that you've made, you have blocked off certain other decisions that have been made and uh it uh, will allow you only to go certain ways and and, you know events that were happening at the exact same time as this active time events bry um uh have happened and have passed so you uh you will have to see what that means and where you and where you go next week is up to you but can I push we'll select out. to watch them, please? <laughs> I want to no, know. Maybe. Maybe I'll do. Maybe that will be the midweek teaser. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. One of the events Ooh, that you missed. That would be so cool. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. And uh, thank you, players, for playing. And we'll see you tomorrow for Mistlight After Dusk. Wait, or wait, go on then. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> if we can't save the orphanage now when we miss the rise. <laughs> Just say sorry, Leah, right now. <laughs> Before we get to that scene. Okay. No. All right. Get us out of here. End it, Brad. End it. No. Get, get us out of here, please. Thanks for watching. Please.